and I so talk recorded live. Yeah, and I know, you know I'm not going to take too much time because I know other people are trying to listen, but um, you know what I mean. I would really love to get greater understanding of what you said because we were already attempting with our human stain letter. We did it a few months ago, by the way. Um, but I had no idea because we just keep moving on that um, how much uh, if we had had more people sending letters and emails, especially with Cuba when it was hot, hit it when it's hot. You know what I'm saying? Try well, to get I, I, I think, like you said, it's it it's not too late, and um, mm. it has come out that a doctor who the the, the, the director of the University of Pennsylvania, the uh, Center for Brain, I think it's called like Brain Trauma and Research, they're the ones that were doing the most work on the American uh, diplomat, or the um, American staffers from the the embassy. And the conclusion, which was in the Journal of American Medical Association, is that they showed changes in their brains consistent with concussion without any um, external uh, physical trauma. So that's really big. And then after a couple, ex- one expert on the microwave auditory effect continued to write about his hypothesis that it was very, um, very possibly a, a microwave weapon and or, or in, in the way he put it, a, a microwave technology, and um, eventually even uh, that was Dr. James Lynn, who who's uh, an expert on the microwave auditory effect, and he is um, I think somewhere out Midwest, but. Well, I know on our late like calls, I'm not trying to um, take up all of your time. Do you, um, Patrick? Do you um, use email at least? Yeah, I was going to say I I can give you mine, or I could write yours down, and I I have um, a a bunch of articles that I put together um, about Cuba. Would be really great, Um, including the. Journal, you know, the Journal of American Medical Association, their preliminary communications and findings on it. And um, last month, the like I was I started to say, the director of the Brain Research Center in uh, out of the University of Pennsylvania, he did use the word uh, directed energy. So we came, we've come a, a really long, we've come very far in progressing since the incidents first began in like November 2016. Okay. Um, what is your email if you don't if I can have it Patrick? I mean I'll contact you right away. Sure. It's um the first word is amoeba. So it's a m o e B is in boy. I'm sorry. B is in boy. A is in apple. Yes. And then zone. Z 
Z-O-N-E. Okay. At, at AOL. Dot com. Yes. Okay. And I, yeah. I do want to sort of recognize and say thanks to, I don't know if it was Midge, but the the last, I, I had sort of backed off a little bit and wasn't doing a lot of research over the last month or so, and I did find the last article about Douglas Smith, who I had read his information before in, in the the Journal of American Medical Association. He, um, the fact that he had taken that step and sort of stepped up, so to speak, and said, this appears to be directed energy um, is a, is a, was a really big step because I think I think he knew that and he was probably trying to navigate political systems. Um, I mentioned this to Kyle the because um, Mary or Wide-Eyed mentioned it to me that mm-hmm. the, the president of the University of Pennsylvania, Amy Goodman, Dr. Goodman, was the director of the uh, bioethics committee in like 2009 when a lot of PIs presented their case. I saw the video, actually. I saw the video. Yes. There there. A lot of them stood up and talked. Yes. Yeah. And the the person that was put in charge of that was the the president of the University of Pennsylvania, and I got some of a sense that she kind of, she may have had to do this to keep her job and her place in society, but she took a lot of information and then nothing ever came of it. I'd like to think that maybe perhaps behind the scene they were doing, they were um, trying to figure out what was going on. Um, but I was, I, I was, I I was pleasantly surprised to see that. Um, well, I I was really um I only heard you for a few minutes, so Patrick and I was really like you know I said you were making a lot of sense, and I know it was a scripture, and I'll tell you it was two nights ago. So much was going on. Something about it, when people hear the truth, they may go mad. Those just like to ask you what scripture is that because that's about where we're we're at. In order not to hear truth, you know what I'm saying. But I will contact you on uh, via email, Patrick, and, and uh, perhaps we can um, work something out. I'd like to. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm put. I'm kind of rearranging the articles, so I'll do that, and I'd be glad to send it to you. Yes, yes. I like to interview you actually on talk show. I really like a lot of things you said. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like what you said. I hate it. Hey, Patrick, was there an attack before August? Yeah, as a matter of fact, they began around Thanksgiving of, you know, late November of 2016. Okay. Was there any more before? Was there any? Was there any before, before that? That was around the first, like a, a, around yeah, no, late November, 2016, and the 
best paper describing all of that was, um, I, I don't know if you have anything to write or, um, or I, I heard you saying earlier that you've been having memory issues and so am I, so. Um, yeah. But there was a great article from a, a publication, a media outlet called ProPublica. They, they do a lot of, uh, yeah, ProPublica. Okay, I'll look that up. Have you um, ever tried talking to like anybody that's in the news industry and, and see if, you, if, if they heard of any other attacks or maybe somebody in the hospital industry that, that works over there that might know of, made a complaint that would match what a sonic uh, uh, frequency would do to a person to find out if there was a attack there before? I didn't, but what I did is I, I gathered up all the information from the acoustic researchers and the sonic researchers that I could find, yeah. and that included people like uh, a Dr. Pompey, who uh, started the company Holosonics, does the audio spotlight, and he said that flat out it, it couldn't... It could not have been a sonic or acoustic because of the damage that occurred in the brain. The only way in he could envision that it would happen, that sonic or acoustic would cause that sort of brain damage, is, is if someone actually submerged their head in water with transducer, transducers under the water. Um, and then, but um, there was another... Uh, researcher to uh, Dr. Elisa Kanafagu and she a uh, psychoacoustic expert but um, she too did not think that the, the, the sonic or acoustic could cause the, the brain damage. Now they can cause the, you know hearing damage but it, it, the, the changes in the white matter tract of the brain weren't consistent with sonic or acoustic and that then I could have been, so it could have been like a directed energy of some type right but maybe a, a, a different type of frequency exactly and um, there's a doctor uh, Dr. James Lynn um, at, at the time when I was reading his theory I didn't realize um that he's one of the leading authorities, preeminent experts or whatever, on the microwave auditory effect. And he is um, at a university of Illinois at Chicago. And his explanation or his hypothesis was that it was high power microwave radiation. Oh. Do you think that maybe it might be a, a newer device or maybe an older device? Because that is Cuba. You know, Cuba doesn't has a lot of money, but they like, I don't know why, for some reason, they like all the old stuff. <laughs> you know? 
I mean, you look at all the cars, and also the hospital, from what I understand, they have a lot of the uh, American technology, hospital, uh, electronic devices that we can basically hand down to them. You know, that's outdated here. Yeah, they they love all those old cars. It's always nice looking at, like, photos. Um, Yeah, I I think it's possible, and and I'm, um, while I, I have a, you know, like a base level of knowledge of of the technologies. I don't consider myself in any way an expert. So what I'm doing is just sort of gathering what the experts have said. Um, but I do wonder if it, if it could have been some type of new hybrid type, um, maybe a sonic and acoustic, yeah, actually, um, not sonic and acoustic, but maybe some like a microwave that's slightly different. Um, but there, you know, one of the things that wasn't too clear in a lot of the articles, it, there were over fifty incidences um, just concerning the uh, the American embassy workers alone, and then you have uh, the fifty incidences and about twenty four people affected. And then you had nine or ten Canadians. Wow! And this is just in a year, in a year time that this all happened too, right? In Cuba. Yeah. Well, um, little oh, less than a year. Okay. Patrick, I got one quick question. The e- the email you sent us is that your phone number at the bottom of that page? Um. I'm not sure. I don't remember. If it, does it say PH? Like, no. It, 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 what's your area code? A three three six. No, that's not you then. What's your last name? Uh, Cleary. Oh, you might. Huh? Uh, Cleary. Yeah, that. I'm getting ready to look it up right now. You sent me an email, and it's a phone number down the bottom. And I didn't want to call it until I asked you if that's your number. I do have emails messed with. If if if, a me, if an email doesn't immediately process is sent, it's often altered. They'll take words out. They'll mess up spelling, punctuation. It's one of those things that's difficult for for some people to believe. For others, it's it's sort of a given. I, I'm getting I'm getting my emails hacked into, so they'll send me any kind of email back, or you know what I mean. Or my emails might not make it to people, or the right people. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of spyweb.com? I heard you mentioning that last night, but I didn't write it down, so I'll have to, I'm going to write it down now. And um, look up in the video of Ed and Snowden. Of, uh, hold on, let me look this back up again. Um, it will give you an idea of how they can have a, uh, a software where they can download it. And I guess from researching, I went over and talked to some other people that understand hacking, and I go, how would they do this? They go, well... They can either write an email or maybe put, make up some kind of a, advertisement, a pop-up or something, and try to get you interested. And once you 
log on to that that basically is giving permission and the and the software will start downloading into your your cell phone or your computer and now whenever they want they can open up and operate your computer like if it, if they were using it for themselves that's so what they do on cell phones yeah they do that to uh, my, they do that to my cell phone yeah huh? I, know. I was trying to uh, you know, you guys got to remember, sometimes they can't remember try- when I try to explain something. So, oh, okay, here it is. It's called the State of Surveillance with Edward Snowden and Shane Smith. It's on YouTube. The person that turned me on to the spy, the, uh, spyweb.com is the moderate, moderator from Sunday night, that does Sunday night. Uh, Neil. Neil, right. Yeah, I've, I've had the, you know, the real-time online hacking for, for you know, probably about three years, pretty consistently. So I'll be writing an email, and it'll disappear from my email from the draft. Yeah. It'll, yeah. it'll disappear from documents. I have documents taken. My granddaughter... My granddaughter's mother, I text her, right? And as she read in the text, it disappears. Yeah, or it'll be rearranged, you know? Exactly. exactly. It disappears. Yeah. And my girlfriend, they put my number under my girlfriend and my girlfriend's phone under another name. So she came banging on my door because she kept calling me, leaving messages, and I would never call her back, but I never got the call or the messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Um, the, it's pretty cool, this video. Like, out of all of them, this is, like, the first one that actually shows a guy on there. He has dreadlocks, and he sh- he he's showing exactly what's going on on the computer. And then they have a cell phone next to them, and they turn on the cell phone, and he'll show how they can turn on the camera and without you even knowing it. Yeah, I had a friend who's... Well, he's still my friend, but I I can't... um, I can't connect with him that much because he he does sort of like high-end computer stuff and doesn't like helping me out too much. But one one day he just said, like, okay, where do you live? Give me your email. And it, it was less than a minute, and he had my cursor moving all wow. over. The, and wow. he he shut a lot of back doors, and and, yeah. and got he just said there's all sorts of uh, evidence of people. To, you know, he's like someone's basically in all the time, and he wouldn't like he didn't want to go into details with me. Um, yeah, I understand. But he it's a, it, it's it was just pretty so wild. Yeah, it's the same thing with the Apple computer. My friend was like, there's no way you can get password passcode. Apple's the blah, blah, best, and this and that, that, and this. And I looked at it, and I started laughing. I didn't say nothing, but the guy next to me, you know, I'm down here at the beach, and one of the other sofa dudes was, like, hanging out, you know, because he bought himself a new computer, and that was the topic that we're talking. And then he goes, watch this, and he went on YouTube, and he goes, hack into, uh, uh, I mean, how to reset password, or how to reset something on a, uh, on a computer and it popped up and he goes follow the instructions on this YouTube video and you'll get into my computer right now 
<laughs> the guy went did exactly that. Did that, and he and he unlocked his. He reset the, uh, his Apple computer and unlocked it. He couldn't believe it. He was like, "What?" He goes, "I thought this was a hoax on the on on YouTube." I go, "No, there's a lot of things on YouTube that are real, dude. It's not. They're not. <laughs> they're not a gimmick." You know? yeah, it's all a matter of like vetting vetting the information really clearly on uh, anywhere on the internet. You can yeah. you can get great resource, resources on on the internet. You just have to know what you're looking at and then try to you know get multiple sources. Yeah, um, exactly. I always, I always check up on it, like I said before. I always go to university library and look into it. I try to find, I pick up a schedule and try to find if they will hop, what the classes are. And, I, and if I, and because there's a lot of students that are cool, they'll talk to you about it, you know? They're like, hey, I don't really understand this. Can you kind of explain this? Because the terminology that you eat, the words in here, I don't, I kind of get it, but I don't, I want to make sure that I understand what they're talking about. And uh, they'll break it down and 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 um, explain everything to you. And that's how I learned, you know. And I've even gotten lucky, man. They they I've run into a few engineers that have uh, the telepath, the tele, well, the computer, you know, where you can wear the uh, caps and they actually, if you think, they can sense certain parts of your body. If somebody touches your body and they have these sensor pads on other parts of your body and it goes into the computer and it'll read. You know, it doesn't come out like like what the experience we we that we talk about and what we experience of what the government has, but it's similar to it. It's an understanding of how it shows like a graphic and like, you know, if you've ever seen an MRI machine and how it works when it's reading certain parts of your brain, that's what it does. And whenever you're thinking about something it, it shows a certain type of color of that part of the brain is working, it's, you know, and is in operation. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's so you have the functional MRIs and yeah, exactly. You know, so the the brain to computer interfacing. There and you go. I, That's what I was looking for. Yeah, and 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 a lot of what you see in in journals is you know like someone wearing a a hat with many electrodes and um i suspect they're actually far past that you know at, at the DOD level well DOD is using frequencies without the sensor pads now you know like what they're using on us wow. right you know they that's what that's the difference you know they're updated so it's like almost like the MK Ultra program without using the drugs or being present. What they do is they change their 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 using frequencies with the same outline of causing pains and breaking you down, making you lose sleep, putting you to sleep, you know, injecting thoughts, making you think things, blend in with your thinking. Eyesight, when you see things, it triggers your emotions. Your, then they mess with your emotions and break that down and redevelop it, reprogram it, uh, make you forget, and then program like nothing ever happened. You know, they're doing all these different types of techniques on us, and it's, it's crazy. It's like, I don't know 
I don't even know how they even get these, they even allow these CIA and FBI to even go, yeah, you know what, let's just use the public without the consent of knowing it, and they're going to experiment on these guys, but we're going to have to create a front for everything, you know? Well, and as you probably know, too, I mean, you have 17 government federal agencies intelligence agencies but then even in just the intelligence 70% of the intelligence budget goes to private contractors and there's around 2,000 companies or firms that that work in intelligence and they get about 56 billion dollars and we never had any real oversight of our federal intelligence agencies and then we've taken the most um, some of the most classified information and, and just began to spread it out and give some you know give people billions and billions of dollars to, to play with it yeah and, um, and that's not even mentioning you know uh, defense contractors the big ones yeah. that everyone knows um, like Boeing and Lockheed and yeah and they're smart, you know, because there's a certain FBI and CIA agent, and, and you know, where the other agents don't know that he's doing this, and he found out about this and worked on the project, probably even worked with Dr. Duncan, and after Dr. Duncan quit, he probably went on his own and go, hey, I got all this information. I'm going to form my own group. I'm going to find somebody, and I'm going to finance it, and then, and I'm going to do my own thing and use the CIA as a front, you know? It can be a number of things that they're doing. You know, that's the only problem I have with, with, with Brian Taylor. I asked him, I go, Hi, why can you can you keep telling me, I mean, you keep telling everybody it's just the government. I go, it's not the government. I go, there's private industries out there that are, that are way ahead of the technology that the DOD, CIA, and FBI goes and investigate and talks to them and, and are, 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 are asking them, hey, you know, we'd like for you to come work for us. I go, how do you know that it's not a private contractor that went out and and, and formed his own little posse and go, hey, these are all the electronic equipment. This is what we're going to do. Since the government's doing this all over here, we're going to use them as a front. Everybody's going to point the finger towards them, you know, and we'll do our own thing over here. But but the thing is, that's very important. you got to make sure when you do these techniques, you do it like the way the government is, so that way everybody will think it's them and they won't know it's us. It's a front. You know, if you go to the law library and you look at different white-collar type of high-profile scams, there's so many cases that the CIA and FBI uncovered of people using big industries as a front, you know, and these are are smart criminals. Even university students, some of them turn bad, you know. They go south and they go, hey, you know, I learned about this. I'm going to try to make millions off this, and I don't care who gets hurt. Yeah, like I was saying, there's in 2010 there were 101, excuse me, 1,931 contractors who were working in homeland defense and domestic intelligence, and that was a Washington Post expose that it did. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I I'm not sure, but I suspect. That it's 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 a little bit of everything. Exactly. Thank you. And uh, the, the the big agencies, I would say, that do have their hands in it would be the FBI, 
the CIA and and DHS, but also the CIA. Yeah, um, and it's not all of them. It's a certain percentage, like you're explaining. You know, there's a certain percentage of them that are doing this, and the rest aren't. It just sucks because when you try to go and talk to the FBI, the the, the Let's just say the 10%, they're the ones who are operating, and the other 90 isn't. So when we get hit and we file a complaint and we do the right steps and we go from the county, I mean from the city to the county to the state, and then now we're going to the senator and Congress, right? And we make our complaints to them. And then they go, okay, we're going to have seven FBI's come out and talk to you and two CIA agents come out and talk to you. So they've set up an interview. You go in with, with 10 TIs and a few other civilians that aren't TIs, and we, and, we, and we give a presentation and we talk to them. They're pretty much in the, in the blind with everything. Yes, they know, about the, they know about this project that's going on, but they never worked on it. They're just field officers, and some of them are just – working on other things that they, they don't you know they're going to go with their gut feeling and what they know and they're not going to give us be able to give us a, a, an answer it's just like you and i if, if if we're working together we all opened up our own office and everything for ti's and then all of a sudden some new camera comes along thinking that we had the answers to stop this thing we don't you know we don't even have the answers to 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 give names, it looks like we don't know who these who these agents and we don't know these uh, uh, private per, the perpetrator operators are. We don't. We, we've been trying to figure figure out a way and get evidence so that way we can uh, have them investigate and prosecute them. But that and then that newcomer she guys can look at us like you guys are perpetrators. You know what I mean? And it's like well, <laughs> you can't kind of like. You can't really say something like that. You're, kind of, you're basically jumping to conclusions, you know? Yeah, it, it is. They're all, all the agencies are so compartmentalized or compartmented. Yeah. Um, that you're, yeah, that's, that was something that I, I, I learned, you know, like as a kid because I, I lived, I was telling Kyle this, I lived in the town uh, in Maryland, Frederick, the city now, um, where Fort Detrick is, which is the, the bio, at that point it was biological weapons, um, sort of epicenter in the country. A lot, a lot of really interesting stuff went on there. Um, but, but I learned as a kid that everything's compartment, you know, compartmentalized. So even people who were a part of really potentially dangerous and serious research didn't have an overall glimpse of what was going on. And that yeah. was stressed, that was constantly stressed to me. So, yes, yeah, someone, I, I've heard it a lot, and it, it's good to hear that people are emphasizing that because there are people in the FBI and the, and the CIA, the DHS, that they don't have a effing clue what's going on. And so yeah, they don't look at you. And they actually think what you're saying is delusional because they've never they've never actually been exposed to it. They've they've actually exactly. been. And if if they um, if they do have a lot of integrity and a backbone um, and wouldn't stand for it, they're probably not going to end up on a program that that's helping. You know, that's essentially torturing people. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's just like Ted Gunnison, you know. He 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 didn't know anything about this, and he was—I didn't even know that he was a high-profile CIA agent, right? 
like he he was up there. He had like twenty years in or fifteen years in. Yeah, well, and, with, with FBI, yeah, he was the the director of the Los Los Angeles office at one point. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he didn't even know anything about the program. And then he learned about it, and then he started investigating. Well, you know what's funny? With the person that's that's that high level, he couldn't even get answers. He was trying to find more information, and he was trying to. And then he came to the conclusion from from what I'm reading. It seemed like after probably three or four years of investigating and not not saying anything to the public yet, he probably, he got frustrated and go, you know what? I'm exposing what I know and what I found out. Since you guys want to keep going on with this, because look at all these city cops are getting these complaints. Look at all these hospitals getting these complaints. Uh-huh. They're, what they're explaining matches what directed energy weapons, what sonic weapons, what the V2K and all these thought injections, these are all these other type of electronic equipment yeah. does that we ha- that, that is written by all these different doctors. And then you got Dr. Duncan coming out of nowhere explaining all this stuff too. And you're just, and you know, he, I'm pretty sure he sat there and was like probably arguing with them and then his life I'm pretty sure got threatened. They probably threatened him for, and, and but him being probably him having such a good, uh, uh, uh you know, uh, honorable of uh, being whatever. I can't explain that, but I'm pretty sure they probably backed off him because he probably came back with fire with fire. You know, like okay, you want to go in this route, then fine. Yeah, if you heard, um, Linda reads it a lot, and but I don't, have you ever tracked down Gunderson's? Affidavit. Yeah, I got that. I got a lot of stuff. Believe it or not, you know, I, 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 I've, I've been targeted since uh, 1992. I've been dealing with this for a long time. For about 10 years, I was on my own. You know, I knew a little bit about uh, TI, but I didn't know too much. I never really went in that direction. I just, I was the type of guy because my dad was in the military for four years, and he brought my sister up. My sister and I up. Hey, you know what? When something's going on, you stand up for yourself. You know what I mean? He kind of had that, taught that mentality, took that military thing and, and brought it home with them. And, um. Do you have, not, I'm not sure, in, in my case, there's, there could be a, a list as long as like about 50 possibilities, but do you have any, suspicions that you've sort of zeroed in on, like why you may have been? Do you think it targeted? Like, could it have something to do with your dad? At first I did, and then I sat back. What it is is I came to realize, because they're always monitoring me in my mind. They're always messing with me in my mind. They're always injecting thoughts and trying to get me doing something. I'm the type of person that when I look, you know when you look at a building, right? And you can, in your mind, you can imagine it, the outline of it, the, how the inside is, and, and the different walls and the bathroom and all that. I can look at it, and then I can totally define everything and put it all together. My imagination goes a little bit beyond that. You know, it's almost like a photographic, but it's not. And then when I read something, word, word, uh, it's called word something. When I read something, I can totally read it and I can put something together. Like if you gave me a layout of a blueprint and also the instructions to put it, to, to, to build a, a VCR, right, from scratch, I can totally follow the instructions and do it. As far as getting it running, 
you know, that's a 50-50 chance that I can do that, and that probably would take a little more time. That's where my mind is. Like, my mom and dad were very talented as far as motor skills, and and I noticed that when I was growing up, anything that I touched, skateboarding, ice skating, uh, skiing, swimming, diving, every, anything that I did, I didn't really have a fear of like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm probably going to get hurt. I was like, wow, I want to try that. And I would actually try it, you know, and I would catch on to it. And my level would always advance so quick. I was a quick learner in what I was doing. And then I sat back when I was reading about all this this technology of AI and, and the different things that they have. I was like, you know what they're doing with me? They're experimenting on me, and they want to advance their machine, so they're probably hooking me up to it to see what the machine would do with an intelligent person or a person that has motor skills or a person that has a really high education because almost every single one of your TIs that I've heard, heard, heard on, the, on, on the calls, you guys – you figure things out. You're the type of person that figures things out, you know, because we're all alone on this thing. At first, we didn't know that there were other GIs and other people. So they made us feel like we were the only ones that this was happening to, and you figured out so much before you found this, you know, and then you were like, oh, my God, I can't believe you can totally talk to me and understand this. Well, listen to what I got to say. This is my experience, and this is what I this is this is this is what I think of it. And you're and the other guys listening going, You're right. That's exactly what I'm going to and that is right because it's written right here and this is the information and documents that I found. So that's why I think I'm targeted. They made me feel like I did do something wrong. You know, I did get into trouble. I did drink. I did skate. You know, I was a punker skater surfer dude. That I grew up that way. I do have a high school education. I do have a college education. I would have went to university, but I didn't go because I had more fun doing what I was doing, and I was happy with my life, you know. At one point in time, I had a house down in Newport Beach and a career job, you know. Yeah, that's great. I've heard you on these calls. I know you're intelligent, you know. Degrees don't mean. I mean, learning is what's important. It doesn't really matter how you do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, listen to all you TIs. Everything you guys been abused mentally by these frequencies, twisted and turned, confused, abused to where you felt depressed, annoyed. You know, you've been pushed down, but something just made picked you up and carried you forward and. You figured it out and listen to all the different shielding, listen to all the different ways that we're sharing, you know, different different ways that we're picking each other up. And, 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 and you know what I mean? Look how far it's gone. Yeah, and, and I think after, after 9-11, the, the threshold for knowing too much became pretty low. So you, you don't yeah. have to know too much to know too much. If you go in the wrong, you know, down the wrong path and start trying to figure something out, you don't have to go too deep to, to get yeah. to get slapped on a list. And um, at this point, for them, to, for different contractors and the different ABCs to get their money, they have to keep justifying it. Um, you know, and they have to do something with 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 their money, which which is, I I think, essentially what's happening is, yeah, yeah, a bunch of I money, know. 
You know, I was just thinking, like, okay, they can read your mind, right, and they can also manipulate you to do things without a person knowing it. Because now, after I started learning more, by 1998 2003, between those years, I, I started to put two and two together. And I was thinking, you know what, I was targeted before 92, but it wasn't anything I noticed. They, they, they must, what they do is they sit back not saying anything, have the frequencies, and they're showing on all these monitors, taking notes, reading about your personality. They probably inject certain type of emotions to trigger your thinking because that's how it does work in that sense. And once you start thinking, they can study you and they can blend in and probably slowly reprogram your mind a certain way without you even knowing it. It's just like you're getting a little older. By the time you're you're six, you're 13, 14, 15, you're playing, you're doing all these things, and you're getting to 16, uh, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, you start changing because you're an adult. And that's a good way of taking advantage of us, you know, like, hey, I can give him these new ideas because he's an adult, and this is how he thinks, this is how he emotionally feels, and this is how he likes to talk, and this is the type of people I'm going to have to try to get him around, you know? It's yeah, crazy. Basically, looking at a lot, you know, a lot of kids, pretty young. They do. It, it, this technology is, is I, it's, it's unbelievable. It is to carry and to carry thoughts from one person to another, or to program it and then type something into a computer and then carry it through the frequency and inject it into your head, and then you get these thoughts and and it, and it triggers your thinking. Or you know, like I said earlier, they can trigger your emotion and all of a sudden you start thinking. Or they can sit there and put an image in your head and it, and it triggers your thinking. Or if you visually see something, that can trigger your thinking and, and also your emotions. It's a combination of things that they can do, you know, and they come in and do it in different ways. If you catch on to one thing, they do it another way, you know. Make you think that it's impossible to do other things. It's... Yeah, as you're talking, I'm, I'm I'm like pulling up articles that sort of reinforce what you're saying, and they're um, you know they're from publications like Scientific American, which is one of the you know best journals out there, and yeah. it, it's in the public domain too. So, and this what I'm looking at right now is an article about how certain frequencies of electromagnetic electromagnetic waves or radiation can interfere with brain function. And yeah. um, it's been frustrating with this article because I can't get a date to it. I probably could figure it out eventually. Um, but that's, you know, that's something that's clearly in the public domain. Um, if I was still in a, a college town, I would like to speak. I, I, I've actually narrowed down a few different professors who I'd like to speak to. Um, the sort of thing that I'd, I'd say, okay, I'm 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 leaving my my cell phone in the car. Well, I, I only have a flip cell phone. You know, can you leave your smartphone in the car? Um, I, I I I wouldn't say he's a friend, but he an acquaintance when I was in school was an electrical engineer professor who um, did taught graduate level 
but he was also into this like hyper game theory and a lot of things. Some some of the things that that Brian too speaks about. Um, but, uh, and so one, you know, this guy's like one of the world's experts. So um, if I were in the same town, I would. Uh, Meet him at his office, sort of thing. Years ago, yeah. I went to a lecture and had nothing to do with electrical engineering. So I met this guy, and I was a bartender. And I was hanging out at the bar, and after the lecture I'd been to, this guy walks up to me, and I I I noticed him at this lecture. It wasn't it wasn't part of a course. It was like an off you know like a lecture that had nothing to do with the courses. And he starts talking to me, and he said, "Yeah, I saw you. You know, you left early." And he said, uh, I took notes, and I was thinking, like, wow, this guy's, like, really, you know, studious. You know, it would be a nice way of putting it. Also, like, you know, maybe a little nerdy. And uh, yeah. he said, you know, if, if you'd like to see him, uh, I could give it to you. And so then he gave me his notes, and I realized, like, oh, my God. He had, like, basically written down, like, everything that was said. And um, I thought he was a grad student, and he turned out to be a graduate professor of electrical engineering. Yeah. Um, that's that's the only interaction I ever had with him, but... That must have been a pretty cool experience, though, you know, to come across somebody like that. Yeah, he was a, he, he was a really nice guy. He used to hang out at the bar that I worked and drink beer. And, you know, he wouldn't get, like... <laughs> falling down drunk or anything like that, but there were, a lot of his students would, would come in, and that's, that's where he had a lot of, like, uh, brainstorming sessions with his students and stuff like that, where at night, you know, like yeah. over beers and other things. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I had to step out of my van. That's why you can hear some background noise. So how long have you been in the van? Uh, since, uh, uh, 2017. Wow. Yeah, I was on the streets for about eight years. It was, Holy it, shit. Honestly, it was a drag at first, but, man, that's when I learned a lot more about the frequency because it, it, I, if they were hitting me, I can get up and move to another spot. When I laid on the ground, depending on the moon, because you know how the moon... Develop, uh, uh, gives the strength of the gravity of the earth if it's out and in in depending on the, the position it's at I noticed that I got hit hard at night when I laid on the ground and hey guys this is Kyle Johnny you know yeah. I think that we lay down like because when I lay down I get the high pitch sound more and I get attacked worse I think yeah. that it has something to do with our blood flow like, because yeah. the blood flows to our head and the upper part of the body, and it somehow helps what they're doing. It somehow yeah. strengthens the attack or makes us yeah. feel it in a different way. Yeah. When I get up off the ground, if I go on a park bench, if it's wood, I'm okay. But this is what's weird. If it's a wooden bench and it has a steel pole that goes into the ground, it, it grounds it. It does something. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt as bad. If I get a hammock and I'm off like two to three feet off the ground, uh, I don't get. I don't get hit that hard. But 
like let's say out of ten times, I would get eight hours sleep at six out six out of ten times. So you know that's in my experience. Um, as far as like if I'm at the beach and I sleep on the sand. And the mildew comes in like around one o'clock in the morning. My, my my I don't get hit that hard. I sleep all the way through. Like I would be kind of tossing and turning around nine to about one thirty-two a.m. And the mildew kind of settles in, and the wind calms down. But the you know from from all the air that's turning off the ocean and it's wetting the sand and my blanket, it uh. Uh, the the frequency it seems like it breaks it up. I sp- I thought it would actually help it because the ground's wet, you know, and plus the salt and water is a conductor to electricity. That's what uh, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask when you swim in the ocean, uh, if it got better, like if that wetter. somehow grounded you better. Yeah, it does. I noticed because all these years and what they've done to me, uh, I've like I know you've experienced it too from what you've explained. I totally can yeah. recognize it to where you're just done. Like you're thinking, "Fuck, am I gonna wake up tomorrow morning?" You know? Yeah. Well, my uh, it's, it's like I, I don't think I'm gonna die, but it but it's messing like the electrical activity in my brain is being severely. I don't know if it's temporary or you know, damage that they've done, but it feels like I wouldn't, uh, it feels like I'm not going to die, but it's like doing such damage to my body that my brain feels very different and like the way I think feels very different. So that's... Yeah. Um, it does help, you know, it does. I I, 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 I used to be able to, I slept pretty big ways at one time. I conditioned myself when I was younger and I was able to hold my breath like for about almost three minutes. Um, I would swim down now. I can't do it, but now I would swim down probably like almost 25 feet, and I would equalize the air just to see. It distorts it, and it muffles it. The frequency is not as bad. But here's the thing. After about six months of messing around doing that two times a week just to see the perpetrators that operate these fucking uh uh, devices, they figured out a way to fuck with me when I go under now. Because the pressure of the water is going against you, so what it's doing is it's confining your body, right? Like if you're wearing, wrapping your body with something, and they keep yeah. it as, and using it as a container. Uh-huh. So, but it's still, the, the V2K is not as bad. It sounds like it's in a distance. It's, it's, it's like if you took your cell phone and put it probably 20 feet behind you and have it at the high volume, that's bare, That's how I can barely hear my B2K. Yeah, that's like mine, too. Like, right now, it sounds like it's coming, uh, like, a, yeah, about, like, 15 feet behind the back wall. Yeah. It's like I can hear it going, but I can't really, like, unless I'm really paying attention, I can't hear what they're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Or it's like... Kyle, that's not satellite. That's ground antenna. I thought it was satellite. From my research of going to like five for the past five years and going each year back to uh, juniors and seniors, you know, people that have a lot of uh, 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 knowledge in, in math and uh, geometry and physics, I asked them. I, I drew it on a, on a diagram and I go, hey, here's a satellite. 
here's a let's say an office building, and here's a person. Can they pinpoint this type of uh, thing? That uh, uh, but the sound like it come, uh, the sound comes from this direction, in this distance. Yeah. And then see, would they I, would, I, like, see the map would, and they go, you know what? Yeah. This is not satellite. These ones that you are telling me, this is satellite. And these ones, if it's in the distance, that's ground antenna. That means they're on the ground doing it from a distance from our. Yeah, I was, well, I have a ta- I have like a tower about a hundred yards in front of me, and then a tower like a cell tower two hundred yards behind me. But but what I was thinking about the V two K, I think our inner ear is still receiving it. It's like microwave hearing, but yeah. they can somehow adjust it, uh, adjust how we hear it. Like is mine. Like if I go if I go to the bathroom, I'll hear it uh, from like above. And then if I come into my room, I'll hear it from behind. So I feel like sometimes it's an adjustment on how our inner ear receives it. And and probably your room, too, the way your room's fire, the the walls are set. How about when you turn on the water and you flush the toilet? They used to do uh, noise induction. Like, they used to do a lot of voice induction. Like, I'd be walking in my condo, and it has these, um, what are they called? Oh, fountains. Oh, gosh, I can't think of regular words. Um, but and they would do a lot of voice induction, so I'd hear the voices like coming off of the water. Um, yeah, but they're yeah. not they're not doing that so much now. Most of the time, it's just the just the V2K, and they don't really bother with the with the noise induction that much now. Hey, you, you know what I saw on on the news today? They're getting so advanced now that they're allowing for holograms to be sold. Um, on a cell phone, it's called Red Hydrogen. It's a new product that's going to come out, and it's going to be a portable hologram telephone type thing. Yeah, wow. hey, you know, now that you mentioned that, I just seen one over here at Belmont Shores. I walked into a Rite Aid, Rite Aid to uh, uh, get something, and they had this machine that was selling um, um, uh, uh, foot products. And I was standing in line, and I turned around and looked, and I saw this image sitting in the middle of the room, and I thought it was me but from my from the frequencies, like, you know, because they can project things out of your eyes, like you were explaining how they can see if they if they hook up to your eyes. I don't know. Maybe you can do some research and go look what I'm talking about. I know Rite Aid has it because I went to two other Rite Aids, to see if they had that machine there, they sell. It's a foot product machine uh, uh, that that they sell, and they have it advertised through that machine. It's pretty cool. It's like in oh, the middle okay. of nowhere, and it's like you can almost out grab it, you know, and you can kind of oh. walk around it, you know, and it's and it's just spinning without no screen being there. Oh, that's probably hologram, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I was just like, wow, dude, is this? Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, they've had this technology for for years, and now they're making it available to the consumer and, the you know, the public. So just yeah. imagine how advanced they would be if they're allowing that to be, you know, accessed by, you know, millions of people. They yeah. usually, from what I understand, they don't really allow technology to come trickle down Unless they're already done with it, you know, they're tired of it, they've moved on. Yeah. 
I went to Japan in 88 to see my grandmother before she passed away. And uh, actually, it's Okinawa. And then I didn't know I had a cousin that lived in Japan, so I went over there. And some of the restaurants and some of the uh, 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 clubs, the dancing clubs, had that hologram thing uh-huh. going yeah. back in 88. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you're right about that, you know. Uh-huh. So now but, it's going to be the size of a cell phone, and it's like AT&T and Verizon are going to be selling it. Or it's, it's Verizon or another one. I don't know what the... I think it was AT&T. I'm not sure. But, and it can uh, just project a hologram like yeah, from the uh, device? Yeah, you can look it up. It was on the news. It's just called Red Hydrogen is the name of it. And it's a slick little s- cell phone device. Wow. Red Hydrogen? Yeah, it's the name of it. Oh. Huh. Take a cell, buy one of those cell phones, and take it apart and get that circuit board, just so you can understand the the the, the techno the technology of it. You know, that's well, what I'm I was. Well, I'm not that, I'm not that technical. I'm more of a theorist. You know. Yeah, I understand. But, <laughs> Trust me, I have no education in this. I just, I just, I just go off and try to try to, you know. Figure it out. Yeah, and talk to people, and I go to different shops. You know, I wouldn't doubt if some of them were perpetrators. If I feel that that person's a perpetrator, I'll come back later on that night and stick a flyer underneath his his, his door in his, his his shop and leave. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, that's how I learned. You know, and uh, I made quite a few uh, uh, acquaintances from it. And then they come and ask me, and I always tell. I won't tell them I'm a TR. I just tell them, hey, I just heard about this technology. Is it is it true? You know, is this technology, is it really coming out? Is this what's going on with it? Just like the audio spotlight, I've been going to different shops going, hey, you guys know about this thing called audio spotlight? They're like, no, I've never heard of it. And I'll show them a video. They're like, whoa, I would love to get that in my shop. You know, that'd be pretty cool to sit there because, you know, they talk about football, baseball, and, and, and they have kids and they don't want to be interrupted. They don't want to interrupt other people or, or when their kids are listening to music. It's like, hey, I just got home. I don't want to be bugged. Leave me alone. Let me, you know, grab my beer and just kind of hang out. But, um. So, are you feeling, well, are you um, feeling a little better about tomorrow? Because I heard when you got on earlier, pretty upset. You feeling better about that? Uh, what do you mean? Like, I think that was somebody else. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was another they, man. That wasn't me. I was trying to like talk to him oh, and, and and let him vent. That's all good. The other sounded very similar. Yeah. His um John's dad just passed away. Is that who you're that, talking about? That's who I was talking about. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. Johnny. I thought this was still John. Okay. No. Okay. No, he vented for probably about thirty minutes. Yeah. So do you know how how it happened? Anybody know? Did he ever say? No, he didn't want to talk about it. Okay. Like he didn't want to go too much into it. Yeah, I, I think I he's can still. Understand. It's probably shocking because yeah. I know. I know hey, how that is. Are you talking about John's father? Yeah. yeah. As I know, he died a long time ago. He said they're burying him tomorrow. There was some argument over the burial. 
course nobody wanted to pay for it as much as RSI. No. That's what he uh, said. Well, how long ago was that? Like a month or something? No, no. Much longer. Much longer. Oh, man. Really oh, okay. And here we were just thinking, oh, no, another TI's parent, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. No, uh, RSI, no. Unless he had a stepfather and a father or something uh, like that. Okay. Okay. That changes it. I'm mentioning arguments who's going to mm-hmm. play. Yeah. Probably there's some Not sibling nice. problems. Yeah. He didn't make himself clear, I suppose, when he was. Yeah. As his father said. Yeah. It could have still. It could have still been targeting, even if it was a while ago, but. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you know, well, you know what? He has every, every single one of us has a right to be more than upset beyond it mm-hmm. because we know how it feels to be hit by frequencies and also stuck and not even enter into Pfizer or frequency, and and it's being forced, you know, and, and we can't do anything to stop it, you know. Yeah, and if you have right. a health issue they can totally hit the frequency and cause more damage, you know, that develops another another uh, uh, physical problem. I know, I know. You know, that's why I don't say anything. When somebody comes on these calls and they say something, or I've met a few TIs, and they're so built with frustration and annoyance, and they've been patient, and they try to find find ways to, to brush it off and, 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 and put them in a different mood, but they snapped, and I was and sitting I there and listening to them. I was like, dude, lay it all out. Here's a baseball bat. Hit it on the ground. Let's go to the tree. You know, you want to go hit a bag, do something, let's go walk. Let's walk till you can't walk anymore so that way your body's just drained and tired because you have to release that somehow. You know, I'd rather uh-huh. see you yelling or doing something than you taking it out and being mind control and go hurt somebody, you know. Yeah, I know. I think the good news is, though, like, after so long, like, I was so enraged all the time for years, and now it's like I'm so exhausted that yeah, I, I, know. I, I, I don't have enough energy to get angry. I know, it's like, it's not, I'm doing, I'm going to say, it's not even worth it. This is Deb K. I'm going to bed, but I just want to say something. I know, you know, I hear your pain. I've been in that pain, you know, from all these frequencies. And now I hardly have anything because, and I hate to say it again, but I've been doing the hot sauce. I'm trying it, Deb. Really, really, really. I know. I feel like a mega trillion bucks now. Yeah. Everybody laughing. I can't really hear what she's saying. Going, yeah, I feel I feel like a meg a mega trillion bucks now. I really do. Okay. Did you do all of the stuff that she said? The the lime yeah. and the Epsom salt and everything, well, all of it? I I put okay, I I did mostly the hot sauce. I just let, I put it in my hair on my scalp and I got that stuff out. I saw it in the sink and I took pictures of it. And I put it all over my arms and my legs and all that and my feet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and then I soaked my feet in Epsom salt. Uh-huh. And, and then I put the 
the tea tree, I took a shower with that tea tree um, shower, shower stuff. Yeah. And my skin tingled all over. I could, I could feel this stuff sinking deep into me. Uh And, and then I, I got the tea tree shampoo and I put that, my hair never squeaked before like that. So Mm -hmm. it got stuff off my scalp and my hair and I'm telling you, I hardly feel the effects of this. And if I do feel anything, I have those poster boards from the dollar store I put all around me. Plus, I got a big, thick cardboard in my van that I put behind me. And um, are you, you know, living in the? Are you living in a van? No, I'm living in a oh. house. Oh, I got sorry. I got all this stuff around my house. I got poster board in my windows. Yeah. I got my mirrors turned around. I got my, I have a, I have magnets hanging all over. I put them on the fan so the fan so it goes back and forth on the fan so it breaks the frequency. Yeah. And if I do feel one, I put my hat on. I told you know the hat that I told you I bought for fifty bucks off of Amazon. Yeah. You know, so you know, I mean, I feel for you guys feeling that pain. I've been there, but I'm not feeling it like I was anymore because I did this and. I can't. I can't say this enough. This stuff works. It really okay. works. Great. When did you use it? Yeah, I think, yeah. The hot, I think what it is, is the hot sauce and the vinegar opens up your pores. It does something to it at work, and then you put the citrus. The citrus, citrus pulls it out, you know, and breaks it all up even more. I sleep with I sleep with the hot sauce on my head now. When I wake up in the morning, I take a shower and I get it all out again. And then I carry the hot sauce in my purse if I'm feeling it. If I'm feeling that, I put it in my hair, my head again. Hey, Deb, I sent you an email back. Did you get it? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. This is Connie. Can I say one thing? Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, Feather called me from Minnesota, and a plane was spraying. It had tanks on it. It was spraying. So she called somebody and knew who to call, and they're spraying something called bacterium. And they said it kills the gypsy moths because it's going to be a bad gypsy moth season. So what they're spraying us with is fungus and worm-like organisms. It's in your body, it's in your blood, it's in your ears, it's all over us, right? These fibrous organisms, wormy organisms. And so Feather has been dealing, so they said it's not dangerous to humans and animals. And maybe that would be true if we weren't all infected with these nano-hook worms and, and these organisms. So Feather's been feeling really sick, and she's like, I heard you, I'm ready to try the hot sauce and the detox because she is feeling really sick. And I told her to connect with Deb because Deb's really good at it now. But, and, and they indicated they're going to spray two more times. So Deb needs to know about the spraying and who Feather called. And I don't know if they're doing this in other parts of the country, but people need to know about this. They're infecting us. And they're spraying these. It's meant to kill these things, and these things are in our body and on our feet and on our skin, whether you want to believe it or not. And that's. Oh, I believe you. And, and, we and believe you. 
and putting a few Epsom salt crystals in your socks and shoes can really help. I'm not yeah, getting as much biofilm off my eye detox all the time. And I'm not getting as much off my feet as I was, and I've been doing this for like three days. So that's all I wanted to add. Hey, Connie, can I ask, can I ask you one question or a few questions real quick? Yeah. Have you ever heard of carbon nano and nano water repellent low Ver, the 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 velocity gel nano railway no, no. I haven't heard of I haven't heard of carbon nano but I haven't heard of the rest of it. Oh, how about nano iron? No, but I I do have an, a family member who's an expert in nanotechnology, so I can ask him. Okay. <laughs> um, and if if Kyle or Johnny. You guys get V2K, and you want me to coach you one-on-one how to get rid of this in one or two weeks, whether you believe me or not. you got to trust me. I can even send you well, stuff. Well, Connie, Connie I, I'm doing the hot sauce. I'm going to do it more, but I want to get the information on what to do afterwards because I just yeah. I put it on for like 20 minutes. I let it sit for five hours, and then I just um, just rinsed it off with water. Uh, okay, yeah, so off, the thing is, you don't rinse it off with water. You take a, a damp candy wipe with some lime juice, or you take an antibacterial wipe that's not soaking wet, and, and you wipe the stuff off, and then you cut a lime in half, and you stick your fingers in, and you start rubbing it all over your body because your pores are open. There's five things that I know are super effective with this stuff. Acidic, salty, um, citrusy, minty, what's the fifth one? Hot and spicy. If you and use I'm those putting, I'm putting my citrusy lotion on right now. I'm putting the stuff on my face all over before I go to bed. And my throat and my um I'm putting Vicks in my nose and I'm putting tea tree oil in my ears all over behind oh, my ears. And I do this before I go to bed. Nice. Right. So if you if you put on the hot sauce, don't run to the wa- soap and water. Don't. Your pores are open, and this could be in your. In, I saw white fumes coming up out of the drain, going straight up into the faucet, and I said, "Oh shit!" And I, you know, excuse my language. And I put a plastic bag, turned it to the side, but it was too late. So now I have new faucets. I have to install and a new sink and all this other crap. But anyways, um, don't run to the soap and the water because phosphates or sulfates, one of them, uh, or maybe even both of them, not every shampoo and conditioner and soap are effective with it. Like palm olive with lactate acid, that's effective. Well, the, or the, tea, like, the tea tree shampoo works in the, in the body wash. Yeah, tea tree is excellent. So there's a lot of tree things like shea butter, shea nuts come from the shea tree. Black walnut comes from a black walnut tree. Um, you know, tea tree oil is effective. But I'm telling you, when you do, if you do the Louisiana hot sauce, don't run to the water. Use like an antibacterial wipe, a handy wipe with a little lime juice. Then take a lime, cut it in half, stick your fingers in, start rubbing it all over your body. Squeeze the lime juice on your scalp. Your pores are open. The, it broke down the biofilm. It's killing the organisms. So the next thing you put is really important, whether it's tea tree stuff or whether I like lime. It's, lime cuts through this stuff. 
And anyways, and then the third thing you follow up with is Dr. Teal's Epsom salt foot cream. And if you can't find it or afford it or whatever, you take some Epsom salt, you take like a coconut, good coconut moisturizer, you add a few drops of water to the Epsom salt, mix it in with the moisturizer, and rub, rub that on your body. Because your pores are open, you did the hot and spicy thing, then you did the acidic um, and it doesn't all bitter, bitter, bitter things are affected. So if you eat green Granny Smith apples. But anyways, then you, when you follow up with the Epsom salt, one, two, three, bam, you hit this thing with three things that can destro- help destroy this stuff. Now, they've been getting this on this for 20 or 25 years, so it's not going to come off in one day or one week. And it's completely spraying the chemtrails. So, like, I wear, like, a bandana on my head, and I have long, dark hair, so I'll put it in a ponytail or a bun under the bandana, um, because otherwise, I'm putting hot gloss on my hair, and these things like chips are coming out, you know, chips and sand, and I know it's biofilm and biosensors, but anyways, um, I know the energy shoots out at, at this stuff that's on and in our body. From, from the refrigerator, from the uh, whatever, smartphones and from technology and lights and all this stuff. And what's in our body wants to go outward toward the frequency. So when they gave me more gallons, I was in Walmart and my arms started itching and these white tubular fibers were coming out of my arm because there was so, there's so much bad energy in Walmart. But anyway, another, uh, another reason to get this off other than that reason and something that are receiver is because what Feather said to me today, they're spraying in the sky, they're spraying bacterium. It's not supposed to be harmful to animals, pets, and people, but we're all infected, so it is going to harm pets and people just because those wormy organisms are in us, and they're spraying to kill the gypsy mob, yeah. and really sick. Well, and they don't, they're not honest about what they're spraying. They'll say it's one thing, and they can have ten components to that spray that they're not telling you about. That's right. That's true. 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 That's yeah, that might be, that might be Brian, too, trying to get in. I don't know. No, I'm not, I'm uh, not well, thank you, Connie. I want to uh, also say, I, I want to also say to people, when, when you get through detoxing your body, don't stop there because you have to, you know, get the, the recontaminants out of your environment. For instance, I got a, I got a bottle of hot sauce in the car now. This is my second bottle. Um, to wipe down the steering wheel, the knobs, the handles. Um, if I get something off of somebody else's car or, uh, you know, the, the parking lot, I mean, I don't know about your area, but they've, they're spraying everybody now with the polymers. I see shiny dots on everybody's cars now. And so I'm concerned. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to touch a cart. I'm going to touch a, a machine or or, you know, you, you slide your card through the little machines and you're touching the screen. Everything you touch is, is a recontaminant from somebody else. 
So you know what I heard on the news tonight? That they're, that they're tasing women. They're tasing women now, and, and they're taking their purses and their phones. Wait, wait. Let me just finish this topic first, all right? Okay. Um, all right. Thank you. So um, what I'm saying is when you're, after you've cleaned your body, and it's an ongoing process, it doesn't stop with one time, but then you've got, you've got your railings, your stairs, your porches, your outdoor furniture, your cars. Um, you've got to keep up with that because they're going to go after whatever you touch, your gate, the locks, um, gardening tools, things like that. So, you know, I'm just saying, you know, don't don't stop with just your hands and feet and all that. And, and can I add one thing? It is that if you when you use the hot sauce and this stuff is opening up your pores, it's going into your pores. This stuff doesn't want it. And, and if you follow up with the evidence, cell, this stuff doesn't like all those things. It doesn't want to attach to our body again, even though they're spraying these parts. I mean, you still have to mm-hmm. detox. You might have to do it as much. Once you yeah. do a really thorough job for a few weeks, you might not have to do I know there's some mm-hmm. people who are still doing yeah. it, but not doing it as heavy and hard as they did in the beginning. Right. You right. stop their torture. They still get gang stalked or whatever, okay. but getting tinnitus or clicking in the head and burns yeah. and these things. Just like you wouldn't put metal in a microwave, they're getting nanoparticulates of metals and organisms and biologicals in our body and chemicals. And this stuff is nasty. And anyways, um, Sumaya's right. Wipe things down. And when you and I put a few drops of sunblock in my windshield wiper fluid. So when my because I know not oh, any. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Put some in with your windshield wa- washer fluid. Um, put it in, put it in your wipes, and you know if you have like a box of wipes in the car, put some in there. You know. Um, yeah, refrigerate mine. I have bottles in next to every sink. I have bottles in every room. Um, uh-huh. It's only if you can find it at Dollar General. There's two types that are pretty effective, and one is called the Perfect Louisiana Hot Sauce, and that, mm-hmm. they sell that at grocery stores. And then there's one at Dollar General. Connie, that's that's the one I have. It says Louisiana in quotation marks, and then it says under it in red letters, the perfect hot sauce. Is that the right mm-hmm. one? Um, no, the one I have, it says the Louisiana hot sauce, and above Louisiana in small lettering, it says the perfect hot sauce. Oh, well, mine has the perfect hot sauce. Labeling. You don't want pepper. labeling. Don't worry. The ingredients is what's important. It's cayenne pepper on number yeah. one. That's it. Yeah. And, and Mine says aged peppers, stuff. vinegar, and salt. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. True. You can make. That's I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make five gallon drums, and I'm gonna spray my entire. You know, you can do your driveway, people. You can do your driveway, your walkways. Um, <laughs> I'm ser- I'm serious because uh, you know, no, I'm, I'm not laughing because you're. It's I'm good stuff. I'm laughing because. It's classic. You know, but then, you see, because then you're going to walk on it, then you're going to go into a parking lot, then yeah. you're going to drag the same stuff home that everybody else has. you got to yeah. leave your shoes at the door. I keep saying that. It's very important. And clean your shoes. Yeah. You know? Well, leave your shoes at the, the door. The don't drag it around in your carpeting. Yeah. 
Well, it looks like we will have a, a Louisiana hot sauce party tomorrow. We're going to have to make Sorry. Bloody Marys with hot sauce in them. And we're going to have spaghetti with hot sauce. And we're going to have hot sauce. We're going to have hamburgers with hot sauce. Oh. Everybody's got to be calling us yeah. with mighty TIs, man. Watch. It's great. And drink tequila with lime. It, I was a little dentist appointment. It's very effective because after I did, um, after I helped some people, they hit me in the throat, and, and it felt like shards of glass. And I'm still uh-huh. getting pieces of this out of my throat and uh, lower jaw area. But um, So they punished me, right, for going on these calls yeah. and trying to help people. And anyways, I don't care. I'm going to still do it. But, um, yeah, if you drink and you drink a margarita like tequila with lime and mm-hmm. a little salt in the rim, it's yeah. perfect because this stuff does not like tequila. <laughs> You know, doesn't okay. red wine will pull it out too and stuff or grape juice, but for sure tequila um helps me get my mouth in order for the game. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's got like industrial noises now. Yeah, um, I think it's a bird. Yeah, it is a bird. They did this last week, sure. That's a bird? That sounds like a, like uh somebody's <laughs> building a car. Yeah. <laughs> like they're hitting it and let it echoing through the through a hallway or something or uh-huh. or in a garage. Yeah. If it gets any more loud, I'll mute it. And she can start eight if she wants to speak. Okay. Yeah, I'm used to it, guys. She's like, she's on this call every night, and I always hear that whistling bird whistling. I'm like, yeah, that's Devin or guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's got parrots. Mm-hmm. Cool looking mm-hmm. parrots. It's too bad uh, you couldn't track oh, it. Oh, no, 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 no. Not wrong, oh. Deb. <laughs> can you track it, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, I can see where it's coming from. I mean, if it starts again, I'll mute it. I mean, afterwards, can you, can you, um, uh, uh, what's it called? I don't know the name of it, but you know what I mean? Can you, can you, uh, pinpoint it to, to figure out exactly, like, what state and then maybe what city it's coming from? Oh, yeah, well, not the city. See, on our moderator panels, they just tell us the general location of where you guys are at. It don't show, show like, San Diego or, you know, Nashville or anything like that. Oh, uh, all right. Is there any type of app or 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 a uh, uh, electric device that hook up to your computer to 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 like you feel bugging there or like you're hacking into their their phone to to locate it? No, but that would be awesome, man. Like a graph, it would show up on like a map where it was coming yeah. from. The caller was that would be pretty neat. Yeah. You know, the cops have that. You know, the right. FBI and CIA have that, and the NSA has that. Right. Well, yeah. You can look at source codes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. That would just help out because before you have to talk. Now, from what I understand, from from, from uh, well, once the person calls in, it takes a matter of like thirty seconds or something like that to figure out what area it's coming from. They won't be able to pinpoint it exactly. That takes a little longer, but still, though just to get an idea and then call them up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, no saying anything, just call them and do the same thing they did or, or replay a recording that they've done and just go, I caught you and hang up. <laughs> uh, 
conference no. call has got all the display of phone numbers of the callers. Yeah. Because all this caller ID and stuff, it's an idea how you can do it. But the thing is, when they block it, it's like, how can you how can you counter-react that to unblock it, you know? Yeah, people block it. and you They have software for that stuff. Yeah. I've been looking it up, up, on, up online to, to find it. I haven't found anything yet. Uh, that man that spoke, I think it was on Sunday, uh, that... Amy found, I guess he owns a spy shop here in, in Westminster off of Beach and uh, 17th. I'm going to go down there later on this week. Uh, we can talk to that guy and see if he has anything like that and see what he knows, you know. I didn't even know this guy existed here. I guess he he he, he uh, retails... Uh, uh, like if you're a PI or or an investigator of some type, he sells all those different type of products for you, you know, that you can that you can use. And I guess some of it is uh, pretty pretty updated. I was in a shop like that. I don't think it's as advanced as what they're using on us. Oh no, yeah, you're right. There's no way. Just like the VTK, we got. The, audio spotlight it only does one thing the perpetrator to operate these things their 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 device probably does 20 different things you know yeah but they have a couple of interesting items like you know they got uh glasses with video cameras in them that you know sunglasses that nobody knows that you're taping them yeah they have a, a lot, oh, lot of stuff for bugging people but basically yeah there's yeah, nothing for us to find there, which would be of any great use, okay, so we can have the fancy cameras, so mm-hmm. GoPro, whatever it is, we could uh, have it, but it, it's for detection. We want protection, and we want to... Yeah. Uh, yeah, have, like, security cameras and things like that. Yeah, all these records of uh, herbs, unless you get a good resolution on the camera, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And you have like, to find who the heck that person is. Mm-hmm. It's a long road. Yeah. Anyway, oh, Connie, up. are you still there? I have another idea for you. Is she still there? I believe so. It's uh, let me see, Connecticut. Yeah, she's probably out of the room. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> another thing, like you, you know, you can put. Uh, Use the zinc oxide powder, like the foot powder that has menthol in it. That's also a good thing to keep in your shoes so that they, uh, you know, keep your feet clean, keep your shoes clean. Yeah. And it it also, it's a natural disinfectant, so organisms or whatever, you know, don't like it. They'll stay away, especially if it has a menthol uh, fragrance. There's two other men- menthol things, Arnica gel and Mersolate. Mersolate mm-hmm. is 100 times stronger minty than Vicks. And, um, Mar- what's it called? Mersolate. M-E-R-T-H-O-L-A-T-E. Mersolate. Oh, Mersolate. Yeah. Okay. And I Arnica think- gel. So okay. I put it on the back of my neck. I put it behind my ears, like uh, on my scalp, like on my head, you know. Um, mm-hmm. 
And uh, I put a little under my nose and I put a little below my throat on my chest when I sleep because, um, and that does also help open up the pores. And when you're breathing, you're breathing in the menthol. And so it's, you know, we got to, this stuff gets in our brain and our blood. It's really gross. I know. Um, It's a a whole freaking chemical nightmare out there. (laughs) I wish we could get him to stop already. Yeah, it's like one thing after another, you know? Yeah. Like you said earlier, you have to keep this going. Like maybe in the beginning, like Connie and you said, like, hey, the very first time when you start doing this detox, keep it up for, you know, maybe three times a week. And then after, once you feel like you're not being hit anymore that much, then probably do it two times a week and maybe then change it up, you know, three times a week, two times a week, or maybe twice a day. I I would do it. I would do it. I do it every day because they're hitting me hard. Every day. Especially V2K. Do it every single day for at least one or two weeks. Do you do it in the morning when it's moist and cool so you're not drying it out, or do you do it like in the afternoon? Does it make a difference? I do it at at night when I'm on these calls. Okay. And and you know what? If if you don't want to use the Louisiana hot sauce, start off using lime. Cut a lime in half, dip your fingers in there, and just take the lime juice, the juice, as you're dipping your fingers in, it gets under the nails, it gets in the hair follicles, and so you're detoxing your hand as you do with this. But just start rubbing that lime all over your neck, behind your ears, on your spine, on your tail. Well, what about what about a bottle of lime juice rather than cutting lines up? No, it's, because that's the I do huh? both, but lo- fresh lime is more effective. Yeah, okay. it's more and, natural. And and then what I do is I take my little um, grater, cheese grater, and I I don't waste anything. I try to I try not to waste anything, and mm-hmm. so I grate up the lime. And when then when I'm throwing lime lime dust and Epsom salt on my lawn, I mix in the little lime grated lime peelings. Oh, um, that probably smells good. <laughs> like you could use it in your trash can and in your kid litter and places like that. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna evolve your grass into lime grass. <laughs> created a new type of new type of plant. <laughs> yeah, when you rub them on body, it, it feels so good. It smells. It feels good. And, and so when I'm sitting here on the call, sometimes I do Louisiana hot sauce and then lime and Epsom salt. And sometimes I just cut a lime and I just start rubbing it all over my face, my body, my ears, my head, everything. But you know, yeah, it's walking into an orchard of apple trees, you know, and all you do is How smell apples. So. What about grapefruits? Have you tried grapefruits? They're very I have tried grapefruits. Yeah, very high citrus. I can't hear you. What? Grapefruit is very, very effective. And uh-huh. I do know that my a, a few people did take the Louisiana hot sauce. If you put it under your tongue and hold it there, it will affect your, it does affect your nose and your brain and your ears because everything's interconnected by tubes. And these organisms love tubes. But if you take the hot sauce and you rub it on your lips, don't be surprised if things start coming out of the inside or outside of your lips. It's really gross. Like what? <laughs> like one lady, her lips swelled up and something started coming out the inside of her lips. 
Yeah. And then the swelling went down. Uh-huh. It's gross. Oh. Yeah. I mean, this is a trained guy. It's not normal for somebody, people to have to do this to get this stuff out of our body. But we're going to be yeah. much easier. And you're not going to feel, you're going to feel like, yes, mm-hmm. felt like a million bucks, then a billion bucks, and now a trillion bucks. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think I think why the the limes and the grapefruits work is because the rind has other components in it that's not that are not in the juice. So the rind has I forget what it is. Um, it's very bitter, you know. And I bet there's something in the, in there that's helping. Yeah, you're right. Um. Connie, if you want to get my information, you can go through Derek, because I always talk to him and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, I'll do whatever instructions you send over, because I do, I do your detox thing, but my uh, 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 V2K, um, it hasn't changed. You know, so I figure, okay, you know what, maybe I have to get the get the instructions and just follow it and do it, you know, as 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 it's written. Well, it might not affect everybody the same way, depending on your program. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I'm gonna get me some uh, limes and lemons and try to make me some homemade Seven Up or what's that Sprite? Mm. How about I think you're gonna like the margarita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, should, I think you should have a margarita party and invite everybody over. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I I can I can think of I can think of about a dozen uses I would rather use a lime for. <laughs> have a have a sauna, have a, a jacuzzi full of lime. <laughs> yeah, and have oh, like the outer rim of the jacuzzi salted like kind of like a margarita cup of. <laughs> oh man, Johnny, I'd love to help you, but I'm not going to go through Derek. I used to be a friend with Derek, and I used to talk to him four years ago almost every day when I stopped working for the FDA, when I was on paid administrative leave. And yeah. but he hasn't been nice to me lately, so we haven't talked in a long time. And I'm not going through them, but I would love to help you get rid of your V2K. And, uh, you know, I put my number out there many times. You're welcome to call me. I will coach you one-on-one. But I'm not doing a website. I'm not putting it in writing. I'm not going to Derek. That's the way okay. I roll. All right, no problem. I have your number in, in, my, in my phone. So... I'll I'll uh, I'll give you I'll give you a call. Yeah, I really Thanks. want to help you. I want to help Kyle. I want to help the guy who was Ella's guest tonight, and I'm going to try to get in touch with him. I I mean I want to help everybody, but you know I know Kyle, you know from the calls, and I know you from the calls, and uh you know, and uh, so yeah. uh, I sometimes go make an extra effort when I want to help somebody. No. Connie, Connie, well, did you ever it. did you ever check into that guy's call tonight? Like I missed it. I was gonna try to tune in, but I never heard him before, and I thought he was another YouTuber. 
I thought he that is was. Cuba. I thought you no, know, but I I thought that that was Nappy Head Root, but it ain't. He mentioned some other name, Next Level. I never got yeah. to tune in, but it sounded pretty cool. Yeah, he. Ella, Ella only took one question. Yeah, I know. From Lorraine. Uh-huh. Why did she only take one question? Why'd she cut their show short? No, I she didn't cut it short, but na- the guy tonight, Next Level, he was one of those guys, you know, one of those guests that goes for a long time. Like, I listened to a lot of Ella's podcasts. Like, I caught up to her stuff quickly. She's got, like, three-hour-long YouTube shows. So yeah. if you don't have the time, it's hard to catch up to speed with Ella, but in the beginning of this year, I had my I had a warehouse job building cabinets, and I was and when I found Ella, like I just started listening to like three of her shows a day, wow. and like I, I caught up quickly. Like it was like three two and a half hour podcasts a day, but I noticed that he was like one of those where like it just goes on for a while, and there wasn't yeah. enough time to take calls. But wow. sometimes she leaves the line open. Like the past couple of weeks she'll leave the line open. But I thought that guy was cool. I just didn't think I was going to get on because it was getting late. But I'm glad that you're always opening up, Brian. Yeah, man. Me and Connie was talking about you today. What a good guy you are. Dude, Connie is, like, legit. Like, maybe people don't always, like, see eye to eye with her, but, like, that is the kind of heart. She has the kind of heart, like, you want there to be. Like, in this community. And, like, dude, like, I got a lot of love for her. Like, I don't talk to a lot of people privately. But, like, when I get to talk to her, and she'll just sit there and listen to me. Some days I'm, like, totally broke down. And, like, she'll sit there and talk to you. And I'm open to do that with other people. I'm just saying, like, she just so happened to be one of, like, the biggest people on here, like outside of the calls, like everybody here now, like I could recognize all your voices. Like you guys are just, I got so much love for you, but like Connie's cool, man. And like, you know, I'm going to try to take some of her suggestions because I probably should. Like there's a lot of ways that I feel like I do have power over. And, you know, she keeps drilling it into your head, do this, do that. And the question is, like, do you act on it? But, yeah, like, I don't I don't want to start talking and not shut up about Connie. But, like, that, uh-huh. that woman, that woman, <laughs> legit, man. Like, that, like, she's awesome. She is hey, Marcus, you know what? What's cool about you? You speak your mind and, you sh- and, it, and it shows your personality. I'm not Marcus. I'm Alex. But I like Marcus, oh, too. Alex, I think Mar- Marcus like is cool. Marcus. I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. I'm probably on, on some nights I'm just as wild as him. Like some nights I'm depressed <laughs> and I don't have energy. I'm down and out. And then other nights I'm like upbeat. But yeah, I identify with Marcus, man. Like I don't ever, I love everyone on here, but like, Holy you know, I tuned in. Like, right I got hung up on before. Like, I don't know. I guess the call got disconnected. So I went and <laughs> I was dilly dally. I got dilly dallied around and, and now I'm back here. It's been like an hour or two. Yeah, it's all good. I, I like it because you do speak your mind, you know, and you do know what's going on and you do catch yourself like, hey, you know, I'm going to be rambling on or whatever. And, and, it, right. and it really makes other people realize and th- take a step back and go, you know, I do that. And that's the frequency in the computer that's causing that or a perpetrator causing it, yeah. you know. 
So I want to I want to say something really quick about using profanity and like curse words. I think there should be a rule that like whenever you talk, you're only allowed to kind of say like f and shit like once, <laughs> and then you have to stop talking and let someone else talk. Put a, and put a dollar in the curse jar. It can't just be like, F, F this, F that. Like, sometimes people get worked up and they curse. And they're, I know, because I do it, but there's got to be, like, a throttle on that. Like, <laughs> That's no, you got to hear me, Alex, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, if I live next to you, if I live next to you, That's Alex, it. and we had that going for every curse word you said you have to put a dollar, I'd be a rich person right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I just, know. I just, just, just within an hour call. You would pay for my phone bill. It's hard to understand some people sometimes, like, because profanity is kind of like offensive and violent in a sense, but a lot of times the past couple nights, like, I haven't been wild. Like, I've been very sad and lonely and depressed, so I'm listening to other people curse, and I'm like, man, that's how I sound when I'm acting like a jerk. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. It kind of like, I feel like you should only talk and say X amount of curse words and then you have to let someone else talk and you should take a break. But I don't want to hear people get worked up because it reminds me of myself when I'm on an off moment and we all got our off moments. But yeah, well, but you know, I, I wouldn't the think reason, so much. The reason that the curse words and the anger needs to be held in check is because a lot of us are very, very sensitive now and those things... Right. We're very sensitive. I mean, we were chosen because we're sensitive and creative. And so, you know, they've opened our minds, they opened our hearts, our energy fields are filled with frequencies. So we are amplifying everything that comes in us. We're natural antennas now. And so that's why we need, we have to be sensitive to one another as well as our environment, our pets, the trees, everything, because right. we're all intercommunicating. We're all... Like, I know, like, I know, like, these perps, like, they play off a of trauma. And, mm-hmm. like, when I was little, like, I got, like, verbally, I got, like, verbally abused. Like, my mom used to hit me, but what was worse more than getting hit was, like... People that want to talk and wait all night either. All right, you want to get in? I'll just stop. I don't care. I'm. I just got on. I was off for like an hour or two, so I'm kind of charged up. But I'll let you ride. Profanity should be limited by an eight-year minimum flag. Okay, like you should be allowed as much profanity as alcohol you've consumed. Yeah, but it gets to the point though when you don't let a person get a word in, you might as well go down to the local bar and start a fight. Like you're just fighting. <laughs> You, you might as well go bar fighting with someone. You're just arguing with curse words. It, it gets to the point where there's nothing productive. But I just want to say as far as noise, a lot of TIs say, like, they have, like, tinnitus or whatever the hell these diseases are where you're susceptible to noise. I don't like noise because when I was younger, my mom was verbally abusive. And I lived in a house where, like, I never knew what kind of mood she was in. And I was even littler. I was a small boy, so my mom was big and crazy. Like, And that looks bigger than it is when you're a kid. You know, you're scared of these people, and they're your parents. So a lot of noise kind of bothers me. And I get worked up 
maybe drinking or I'm charged up. I got a lot of energy some nights, like, and I don't, I, I hear other people talking. I just think like you could be as wild as you want, but if all that's coming out of your mouth is bad curse words, you're not really saying nothing. You're just, right. it's just knowing. Right. Well, people well, are going to tune it out. They're going to tune it out. That's what. But another thing is, not only that, but, you know, foul, abusive language, it's actually a tactic, a mind control tactic I was reading. I've known that forever. It's it's Actually, it's desensitizing people through foul, abusive language, like you drop an F-bomb every second or so. It's it's actually not traumatizing, but it unnerves people. Nobody wants to hear, like, an F-word every five seconds, you know, and I'm not referring to anybody. I'm just saying, generally speaking. I know, but so, sometimes, you know, it adds a little edge to what you're saying. You're trying to get yeah, your yeah. point across, but I just, you know, I don't want to hear it a lot because then I, it's just, I don't know, it's hard on me, and I could get like that. Like, you've all heard me. I argue with people on here. Like, I don't like to do that. Like, I don't, like, that's not what I'm trying to come on here for. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just fresh on here, so I don't even know where you guys are at. I kind of busted in. Maybe somebody pointed that out already, but I want to let everyone talk. Yeah, Yeah, it does. I mean, you should hear, ask Connie how I am on the phone. I mean, I try not to say up every five seconds, but, you know, I just... <laughs> no, but if you want to, if, if we want to hear Ryan's greatest hits, you got to tune in at like 4.30. <laughs> <laughs> you uh-huh. you want to hear Ryan's greatest hit? Tune in at like five a.m. Yeah. yeah. Let Eagles without sin test the first stone. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I heard you on that one. I know. I feel you. I'm probably on there too. Sometimes I'm so tired at night. I don't remember what we talk about. Like, especially mm-hmm. if people are just talking and rambling. Like we're all just talking randomly. Like I don't remember that, and I'll be at doing whatever I'm doing the next day, and I'll be like, oh, wow, we were talking about this and that. <laughs> Seanster. <laughs> Damn, that, that guy's got such a hell of a sense of humor, that Seanster. He, he needs his own radio broadcast or something. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I just... I just don't. I just don't throw a lot of drop a lot of profanity in on these live recorded calls because I mean I hate for the media or somebody you know law enforcement to to log in and hear all that you know it, mm-hmm. it does sound unprofessional. Yeah. But then again, it's good to express yourself. So yeah. Like you know, it's weird. Like I'm new to these calls. Like I've been on these calls I think since like January twentieth. Or like the 15th. Like I had just found these calls this year, but I'm the type of person where like the same way I listen to all these callers, I watch YouTube videos when I'm all alone and I'll sit there scrolling through the comments and I'll be reading everything. And I'm saying to myself, like, how are all these people saying the same thing? You know, you could tell who's real and who ain't, but Generally speaking, like everybody's like so on point, yeah. whether it's YouTube or the calls, like you can't make it up. Like you could tell it ain't scripted. Like these calls and these YouTube videos are like still real. Like they don't have a lasso around us mm-hmm. right now. Like this is some of the most uncensored media you can get to. I yeah, it's recorded, so that's shady. But, you know, this is pretty much free to like be us 
Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's a good point. Right, yeah. Like, I, like, scroll through the YouTube comments, and I'm like, man, like, everyone's telling my story. Mm-hmm. And, like, you got people in the U.K., this girl I'm a fan of in Romania, like, she's, like, this beautiful chick. I'm like, man, this is just some random girl in Romania. And, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, you know, it's a big world out there. And, like, this T.I. thing ain't fake. Like, <laughs> And it's not going away either. And we're not going away yet. Uh, like, I wanted, to tune, I wanted to tune into that guy's live show, but I'm like, well, I can't without tuning in to Ryan and them first. I'm like, <laughs> I got to check in with them. So I was on the phone listening to you guys earlier, but then the phone hung up. But I dilly-dallied around. But now I'm back. I'll try, try to be on for a little while. Next, next, next level is still running his live feed now on YouTube. If you're interested, here's the link to it. I'll put it in the chat room. I'm not in it. I'm not interested right now, but I could get it right on YouTube. Do you want to talk? I'll be quiet. One more thing. Shout out to Kyle for showing his face on YouTube. Cause if Kyle had some type of damn show where I could come on and show my face, I would, I'm running off a Samsung phone. So it's hard for me to produce like quality YouTube videos, but like shout out to the Wolverine because you're showing, he shows his face, and, like, I will readily in a New York minute come on right now, and I'll talk just the way I'm talking, as openly as I talk on these calls. Like, I'll have Connie on, Ryan, anyone. Like, I would go right on there with Kyle, but shout out to Kyle for doing that on YouTube, yeah. like, showing his face, yeah. not giving a damn. Like, I'll do that, yeah. too, if I had the, the circumstances. But my life's been pretty rough lately, and I've been, like, emotional, but I would do it, like, you know, I commend well, um, him for that. What is Kyle's um, YouTube handle? Wolverine. Hey, guys, I'm, Vulcan, a, new, I'm a new TI. So, but, yeah. Vul- Vulcan, Vulcan oh, Wolverine. Yeah, well. Vulcan Wolverine. Who are you? What's your name? Uh, I guess you call first me G for now. But, um, yeah, um, I'm G. I, I just, uh, okay. um, I'm from um, the southeastern Pennsylvania. And, um. I Where in southeastern Pennsylvania? I used to live in Bristol. That's outside of Philly. Oh, I'm from Philly, like northeast, Somerton. See, I don't know the ghettos and the neighborhoods of Philly. I originally grew up in Jersey, but where I was living in Bristol was very close to Philly. But you sound young. Like, <laughs> what's up with you? He doesn't sound like he's from the ghetto of West Philly, dude. Uh, <laughs> Listen, yeah, brother, really, if, you, if, from you're the, from, if you're from around there, I don't it's know all ghetto. It's all ghetto. It's been cold out there, though. I can tell you that. Wait, wait, give him, a, give him some space. Go ahead. All right, all right, all right. So oh, welcome yeah, to the call. Wondering. Welcome. Yeah, yeah thanks. Well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that young. Like, in my early 30s, um, you know, I've heard people being younger, but... um. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm, I think uh, my targeting, my overt targeting, sorry, about a year and a half ago. Um, I get mostly B2K, and, like weird, weird things, my body moves and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I just want to say hi to you guys and like just introduce myself because like I don't like this is the first. I mean, the first person I reached out to, I guess he was a perp or something, and you guys seem like you're legit. And I just wanted to like pop in at least like let you guys hear what I sound like and stuff. And thank you much, brother. Well, I'm, in the western, I'm in the western suburbs of the western side of Philly, Philly, 
So, oh, is that you? Oh, yeah, Joe, yeah. I just got a new phone. Um, I was gonna text you, is that Joe J Yeah, yes, yes. I just think think in terms of the number ninety three bus, and that ought to show you where I'm at. <laughs> okay, yeah. Ninety-three, ninety-three being a satanic number. Well, it probably is. Yeah, man, this—it's opened my eyes to everything. Like I'm—I feel like I'm so woke now. I just see everything so differently. Like, how did you get on here? I didn't want to be that person, you know, who sort of like is questioning everything. And but now I sort of am now. I'm like sort of forced to like, you know, look at things very differently now. But yeah. Oh yeah. Well, how did you find this call? Did through Ella or? Um, yeah, YouTube. Oh, okay. Very nice. Well, welcome to the call. We're glad you're on board. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So you get the electronic harassment and the organized stalking, right? Yeah, I got it all. Um, the organized stalking kind of went down a little bit. Um, it's mostly B2K now. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I do get some sort of, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like the electric shocks, it feels like I'm being radi- irradiated. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, I feel like if I'm in a doctor's room and they they're taking you like your X-ray, but they just forgot to put on that like lead blanket on you. <laughs> um, I get that. I get like involuntary like jerks and like oh. some, you know the sleeping disturbances. Exactly. Um, yeah, they yeah. keep you awake while you're trying to sleep. Um. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, especially like. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's it's weird. I, I I can't predict when or when they're gonna do it. Like I I had like I did I, um I was in school and um this mess like I tried to go to school for the past year and a half, but I had to like because of the targeting I I dropped out of the both semesters. I had to like write in. This was before I started knew what a TI was. So I wrote in. I was like I'm having like mental issues. You know now that I know that I'm a TI, I wouldn't have said that. But like yeah, I had to write to my college like you know having mental issues. Um, but yeah, this past semester was good. Like, I actually like got through the targeting and I got through my classes, thankfully. Like, and uh, yeah, I guess um, I'm getting used to it or something. But, um, yeah, you managing. Oh, brother. Yeah, you're I, learning I, how to manage with it. Yeah. I can tell you, you're in for a rude awakening. You really are. If it's as bad as some of us has gotten, where you're trying to sleep and you know, and you, it gets to the point eventually where you must drink beer to be able to sleep. I mean, it's it's horrible. It really is. But I don't mean to scare you. But I'm just kind of preparing you. You know. <laughs> if you want my yeah, telephone yeah. number, excuse me, to the gentleman who's new. If you want my number and you want to call me, I can give you some tips on how to sleep and feel better and maybe even get rid of your B2K? Yeah, that'd be great. Right? Mm-hmm. My, my name is Money, and I'm in Connecticut. And my I'm number listening. is 860-303-1822. Uh, I've helped TIs who are getting, like, you know, poked in the arm and involuntary movement and zapped and radiated and B2K and stuff, so... If you want, I can I can give you some tips. Awesome. Um, what were the last four digits again? Eighteen fifty-four. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm usually available from nine a.m. Eastern Standard Time, nine or ten, depending upon when I go. To, I've been sleeping eight hours a night for three months, which is amazing. So, if I go to bed at three, I wake up eight hours later. 
Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, you can and leave a message if you don't get me, and I'll call you back. Okay, that was eight six zero three zero three eighteen fifty four. Yeah, and one other tip: don't use any compact fluorescent light bulbs. Very, very important. They don't only contain mercury; they contain an SDC transmitter. Compact fluorescent lights. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. What'd she do? Hang up? Oh, no, no. Okay. Well, we got a total of 22 callers and about 31 people on here. Yeah. Not bad for a what, Thursday night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Duncan yesterday. Because, like, the last... I think it was Tuesday's call. You guys were talking about Robert Duncan. And I, 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 didn't know how, I didn't know how big he was in the TI community. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. even know that he invented B2K and stuff like that. And, like, he did have some, like, uplifting things to say. Um, well, he didn't invent B2K. He just, he, see, he worked on a lot of the artificial intelligence programs and software interfaces for this technology. But, see, he didn't know what he was doing at the time. And he didn't know he was, in, in, in his words, empowering the dark side, so... Yeah, he died. I, I forgave the man. He, they took advantage of, advantage of him and they manipulated him. So, okay. Yeah, I see a lot of people hates him and stuff. Yeah, they feel like yeah, he enabled their targeting. But, you know, in a way he did, but the guy didn't know what he was, you know, that they were right. manipulating yeah. the hell out of him. Yeah. 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 We were talking about him earlier, me and Linda and Ivan. Well, I've got massive heartburn. Well, don't everybody speak at once. <laughs> Dead air. I got heartburn, too. Oh, man, does it suck so bad? Man. I would like to also thank Alex for his kind words he said about me earlier. And I would like to say I love all of you guys, too. And I really have a appreciation for all of you. Um, And Sumaya, I love to hear you join the calls because I know you know a lot. We've talked off the calls, but I know you you like I do. I want to like I want to acknowledge like the admiration that I have for people like Connie and like Ryan. You guys, like you've been on these calls for years. If I would have known about it, I would have been right there with you guys. So like. There's a lot of people on here, and they want to argue, and I don't really know who's always who, but you're dealing with people like Connie and Ryan and, and Kyle, like Linda, whoever. All these people have been on these calls for a very, very long time, and I want to acknowledge that that wisdom that's there, like that experience. And, like, Connie will pick up the phone for anyone, like, and, like, everyone on here will listen to anyone as long as you're willing to speak. And, like, I admire that, which is why I come here every night, you know? Like, I don't have to do this. It's just something I feel drawn to. Right. What do we thank you much, brother, and we love you guys, too, Connie and Alex. 
Yeah, I mean, you get addicted to it, don't you? These calls are like, it's almost like Facebook or something. It's addicting as Facebook. Like, it's, you know, where to be each night. You know the number, and it's like you're thinking during the day. It's like, what were you talking about on the call last night? And then you yeah. get here, and, and it's like a different, like Alex is saying, it's a different mix of personalities. Everybody's got something to offer. It's a really great thing. It really is. Talkshoe had a good idea when they drink, when they invented this stuff. Hey, Brian. I think you, like, and Alex, everybody hey, else, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, How are you, dude? I haven't heard you in a while. This is Patrick, right? Yes. Good evening. Yeah, I haven't heard. I was wondering about you the other night. I was like, man, I wonder what happened with him. Maybe he don't want to talk. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I hope you're well. No, I, I enjoy talking. I enjoy shooting the shit, too. But <laughs> I do think we should be, at times, zeroing in on the things that we... We often say that we should be zeroing in on, so with the exception of maybe Kyle, who put a lot of emphasis on the attacks down in Cuba, I've only heard a lot of people talk about that we should be talking about it, but whenever I've started to talk about it, it uh, I'm not saying it's deliberate. Perhaps people don't understand how important it is to have diplomats being hit with the same weapons that are hitting us. Exactly. Um, But I wanted to just also say, uh, Ryan, I I realize this may not be you, but I wanted to ask if anyone else is having problems um, posting in the chat because it's just sort of frozen. No, they're doing that to you, man. That's on your end. There's no way they're doing that. Uh Patrick, what... What's your opinion on this? And I think I've probably brought this up before, but like one of the issues I have with the Cuba thing and mainstream media is I don't know how to, how and when to believe them. And then when I think about how close we are to this getting actual acceptance and exposure by like soccer moms and normal people, it can't help me to think like by that time, I might be able to buy the defense or buy the weapons illegally off of drug dealers or whoever I got to go to on the street, some computer hacker. By that Alex, point, I want to buy it illegally. I'll steal the cure if I have to. Like, that's how bad this is on me. And the Cuba attack puts a certain amount of light on it, but because it's so far from home, your average person sitting at home cooking dinner for their kid or worrying about what they're going to do the next day, like, they don't care because they're not under direct targeting, which is why well, they're not should. on call. I got to say, so let me address what you're saying. First but of do all... You think, we think we could get that eventually, an illegal cure? Like, I, I mean, I'll... I'll... Let me address the different points. You're, you're, you make a point, and then you go on, you make several more points. So the all first right. point, I, I've heard you say this a lot, and you can vet journalism... I can't comparing different articles, and I do that by looking at articles from all over the world, and so that I'm looking at every, I wouldn't say every, but many different um, perspectives, and then you can narrow it down. And when you have, say, the Journal of American Medical Association, and you have um, University of Penn, their Brain Research Center, and you have um, so um, 
Miami. So the, the Journal of American Medical Association came out stating that all the Canadian, um, many of the U.S. and in, and Canadian embassy staffers did show dramatic changes in their brain consistent with a a concussion without any external hit or trauma to their head. And that's what I suspect at least some of us are experiencing. So while the average, and then the second point, while the average soccer mom may not be able to process um, this, and I agree with you there, that's where we come in. And we begin to share this with the people's people in our lives, and we begin to share the facts. You can start off like with the um, there's a a 30 minute Journal of American Medical Association podcast. You know, to get people um, sort of interested in it, and it's got like spooky sort of like X Files music in the background. I mean, for me, it's a little like over dramatized, but um, I think that's really important. And the other thing is, I'm not saying that this is definitely what went on there because I have many different theories, but along with a lot of people also have many different theories. You know, it could be Cuba, it could be a um, US. I don't. I don't think there's really much of a, a Cuban underground. It's a very tight country. Um, but one of my theories is that by attacking someone like State Department workers, the DOD can further advance their cause and their objective to use directed energy weapons as counter-offensive counter, um, or defensive. And what I was trying to post tonight, which would illustrate this, is in as early in 2004, the Heritage Foundation was saying that there was a great need for directed energy weapons to protect the critical infrastructure throughout the world. Are the names traceable? The United States. And so that are, would catapult a market that's tens of billions at this time to eventually into hundreds of billions. In other words, to start off a weapons race with dues. Can I... Can I ask you, Patrick, two more questions? And I know that I ask a lot of loaded questions, but number one, and this is a quick answer, I guess. The second question is more complex, but the first question is, are any of the names traceable, the people that directly got hit with energy weapons, like the senators or whoever they might be, like are any of those people accessible? Are they speaking out? Are they making any kind of statements? Yeah, it's a good question. Sadly, they all work for the State Department, there was a handful of them that that were CIA working under the cover of the State Department, but they have all been essentially gagged. Um, all right. So the second, the second, my second question is, and like, I'm not an advocate. 
I'm not an advocate of protesting only because my life isn't set up that way. But in my opinion, the future of protesting might be something similar to like, if you drill it into a woman's head enough and you say to her, look, there's a rise in autism because they're asking you to inject your child with X amount of vaccines at a certain amount of time before the age of five and blah, blah, blah. Women have control over that, that they don't know they have control over. So I feel like that same paradigm can apply to targeting. Like when you start to convince people like, Hey, your kid's doing bad in school because of this, or your kid's why acting up on the bus or he's not behaving or things are happening with your relatives. I think slowly but gradually, people wake up to that. They start to see the rhythm in it, the, the, the repeating, that algorithm. They start to wake up to that. It's similar to autism and poisoning a child with vaccines. Like, you start small, but people eventually start to say, hey, maybe this dude's not lying. I'm, I'm giving birth to, a, like, a retarded baby because I'm just listening to people give me advice. And those are the same people giving you advice don't have your best welfare in mind. And I feel like with the targeting, as far as protesting and passing out flyers and advocating, that's what's going to be that trickle effect. Like you're going to get that break in the system where people slowly start to see. So I'm on board with that. That I'm on board with. Like, but it, it's very, it's like a chess game, like with the protesting. Like handing out flyers, people are going to go home and eat dinner and possibly forget about that. But when you start to point out incidents that hit home with people, and they're saying, wait, why is my kid screwed up? Or why is my family member in counseling or have an addiction? Or, you know, I just feel like the targeting, the activism could hit that and keep hitting it like a jackhammer. And just once you get that hole in the wall, it'll just trickle down from there. So I am on board with that kind of protesting. But you got to point out like personal things to people or they don't wake up. Like, does that make any sense? I agree, man. What I'm saying, though, is that as a community, we need, all of us need to be staying on top of the Cuban stuff. And I'm not talking about, at this point, protesting. I'm talking about sharing information. And my background, I studied journalism, and there are ways to vet sources so that you so if you look at a hundred different articles, you can start putting together facts. And when you have people from some of the best universities in the world have confirmed that directed energy was used on diplomats, both United States and Canadian embassy staff, we can at least begin I mean, this started in November of 2016, we're May 2018, and as a community, with the, again, with the exception, I know Kyle's spoken about it, and I know people have talked about it, but personally, when I've spoken about it, with the exception of tonight, which I appreciate everyone, but, but this isn't really necessarily an ego thing. This is, this is huge. Because what we've been claiming, and people have been saying it's delusional, has occurred to some big political VIPs. Um, so, in it, you know, 
Linda Costanza, for instance, reads Ted, Gun Ted Gunderson's affidavit, and she reads it frequently. And some people might get a little tired of it because they've heard it, but it needs to remain at the forefront, and people need to understand certain things because that, too, is sort of like a, a nugget of gold to have someone at that level of the FBI to actually give an affidavit exposing quite a bit. I agree. Um, yeah. You know, like one day, thing, one day, one day, all these parents, some of these people, their kids are going to be on these calls. And that's what I'm going after. Like, I want to, like, hit them. Like, like submission style, like in jujitsu. Like, I'm setting yeah. a trap. I'm setting a trap for these people. Like, your kids are going to be there. So why would you take the bait and walk into a trap and ignore this when down the road it's going to bite you? And yeah. that's what I'm going after. Like, I want to hit them outside of this YouTube media control they have. If you go too far on YouTube, your channel gets censored. Or if you say the wrong thing on here, they start discombobulating the computer lines and attacking people's phones. Like, there's subtle ways to go about this. And I want to do it. It's almost covert and sneaky, but that's what they're doing with us. Like one day these people's kids are going to be on these calls all messed up. Some of these guys up north strung out on heroin and pills. That is designed. Like that guy on Ellis call said tonight, nothing's organic. Ultimately, it's all God's will, and I believe in God. The best thing you can do for God is never to give up on him. But, yeah, they're changing this into an inorganic environment. And, like, it needs to be attacked in, like, subtle ways the way they're doing it with us. And remember what I said. This is going to be the fifth time, and I'll shut up again. But your kids are going to be on these calls one day. And then well, Alex, you're going to, you know? Alex, some of us are the kids of I'm the previous kid. generations. I'm on military, and government and research labs, some of us already are the children. I mean, my friend Christina, who passed away in December, she was one of the children. And she was, uh, you didn't know her, but she passed away the last week of December. I mean, we are the third or fourth generation into this now. Yeah, my dad was... Last that job my dad did was DOD. I can say I can say that because it was in the public domain, um, and many other family members worked in different uh -huh. contracting. So, um, yeah. yeah but, the, but the thing is, with defense and intelligence contractors, their bottom line, like all companies, is to maximize shareholder profit. And so it's, all, it's, it's almost like AI, that it sort of operates on its own. And so the people willing to do really dirty stuff are promoted to the top, especially when it comes to defense and intelligence right. firms. So they, yeah. the, like what you're saying, Alex, I, um, it makes sense, you know, that, that their, their kids definitely could be affected by that, but it, they're many of them really are psychopaths. Um, right. I mean, the other theory I've had, too, like on a positive note, and other people have said this, would be that perhaps the, 
U.S. and Canadian embassies down there in Cuba were attacked to try to bring the attention to directed energy weapons. Um, that's kind of, you know, some would say that may be a bit naive, but I'm trying to keep all the theories open, even like Honduras trying to get more favor from um, the United States, even like China sneaking in there. Um, so, um, but I do, but the, the one thing I want to share too, in addition to Cuba, is there is a a body of literature, including like the Heritage Foundation, that has been t- talking about since the early 2000s, the need for directed energy for defense, which would catapult, again, you know, a market of tens of billions into hundreds of billions. Um, boys, I, I guess I, 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 guess, I, um, I, I guess like what I'm No, no, I, I just want to get in really quick again. Like, my grandparents, like, I had great aunts. My grandfather died when I was young, but this was that World War II generation. Like, they were directly connected to these power companies. Like, my grandmother and my aunt worked for, like, I don't know, there's got to be people on these calls that have heard of, like, Westinghouse and yeah. General Dynamics. Like, those companies were big. General Dynamics was a huge aviation company. Like, we used to, like, see that right in our face. Like, kids used to ride skateboards and bikes on the outskirts of it. Like, they were big old companies, and, like, they're hiding in plain sight. Like, those are the people that produce the crap that's going on in Cuba, like these aviation weapons and these – and, you know, those are conglomerates that have been around for decades, and – I guess I don't really know what my point is about mentioning my roots to it. Like my grandparents were in that. I have relatives that were fresh out of the war. Like these people are hiding in plain sight and they're the very people that are doing that in Cuba and that are just openly making a complete multi-million dollar business and lifetime generational business out of these aviation companies like General Dynamics. Like, I grew up next to their plant. And my parents and my aunt and them, like I said, worked for, like, Westinghouse. Con Air bought Westinghouse. I don't know who bought Con Air. Probably Walmart. But, you know, like, this is going on. It's like a mafia. It's like a a generational 60-year mafia, like, going on even longer than that. It's sick to think of what the extent is. Like, you're one of the generations. uh, A lot of us, if we look back, our grand, our parents or grandparents were somehow loosely associated with one of these companies, one of these government agencies, or they were the son of or the daughter of, and that's how it kept going. So right. if they didn't stop it back in the 60s and 70s, and they didn't stop it in the 80s and 90s, and they didn't stop it, you know, and now it's on us. They didn't stop it then when they were building it, you know? So like now if you were, if you were, Knowing if you were that stand- their kids were eventually be affected by these weapons, knowing that these companies were making money off of innocent lives, when they were experimenting yeah. back then, they knew about it, then why didn't it stop? Because like Patrick said, the people who are really high up in these organizations, these companies, 
they don't care. And when they get that right. high up on the level, their kids are already sacrificed. Some of the ones that are high up in Freemasons, they're abusing their own kids because they don't care. Because they're so taught what, that, how, how that, that are program, we, the grandchildren yeah, of the inventors, you know? Like where I, live, where, I, where, I, where I grew up in New Jersey, around all those plants I just mentioned, like Westinghouse, and there was a lot of military out there. But if you were shooting fireworks off in Montauk, Long Island, you could see that looking out into the water from New Jersey. So all that MK Ultra crap, that wasn't no small town operation. It might mm-hmm. be registered and addressed to Montauk, Long Island, but you're talking about a very small radius, like all those immigrants coming in, all those people that were first generation, like building New York City, building New Jersey, building wherever, like that's all like relative to that. Like that shit right. that was happening out there in Montauk, Long Island is real. And mm-hmm. like it expanded a farther radius than I think people realize. And you mentioned it now. I don't have to repeat you, but I guess I will. Like you're talking mm-hmm. about just generations, whole families of people involved in that with no choice mm-hmm. in the matter. Don't forget Project, you know, MK, you know, Project No Amy, wasn't it called? Um, I forget exactly what it was, but yeah, Project No Amy or MK. So that was a lot of a lot of drugs, <clears throat> experimenting with drugs. Yeah. Like everybody I grew up with, I, I've said this before. Like I grew up as the youngest boy. There was a lot of older kids. There were so many older kids in the area. My brothers even, not my one brother, but a lot of these kids in the neighborhood were in like behavioral schools. You know, like when you get kicked out of a school and like they don't know where to send you. Back then it was like county jails. It was like these little school jails for kids, but now it's a little bit more cleaned up. It's like more uh, conservative now. But back then, like I grew up around a lot of like behavioral health that I wasn't even connected to. I would just be the younger brother of some nut. Like my brother was a nut and like there was other neighborhood kids that were like that. But being that I was the smallest boy, I didn't have a choice in the matter. I had to hang around these neighborhood kids and my brother and all these older people. So you never know what the source of this is, but everything growing up was just so twisted. Like I was just indirectly connected to like mental health, behavioral health, people going to jail, people have addictions people their parents are divorcing and they're all screwed up in the head over it like i could go on and on like name your problem and i could probably relate to it growing up and like i don't know it's just all twisted into this one cyclone of targeting and there's just so many possibilities but we'll never put our finger on it but it's all just this one twisted mess Mm -hmm. it sounds like you had some social engineering going on in your area Oh, forget about it. You don't even know that area up in Jersey, New York City area. I can tell like, it was just the patterns that you're talking about. But I don't know. I like to try to say as much as I can at once because I don't want to let, I don't want to drown people out. Like, I like to hear people talk, but when I start going, it's like there's so much on my mind. Like, there's so much that happened in the past, and everyone could relate to that. Like, and I know we all could say that, but. I I say a lot at once, and sometimes I don't mean to do that, but on my energetic nights, like tonight, like last night, I didn't have a lot of energy. Tonight, I'm a little more hyper, but there's so much to this, and like, 
I know when it comes down to it, we all just got to keep our focus, I guess, and keep each other company. And it's hard, but you look back at the past and you're like, man, are these people that sick that they could just have everything just mapped out the way it is and just certain amount of it's timed and planned, but then a certain amount of it's just running wild, like an experiment. So it's mm-hmm. like a, it's just a mixture of everything. It's so sadistic. Yeah. Like no society should run that way. Like nobody's future generation should be damaged and picking up the pieces of what the previous generation did. Like that's right. just an ongoing cycle of madness. Like there's yeah. never going to be no peace. Yeah. I agree, man. You're on fire tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm going to shut up, dude. I'm, yeah, shut, I'm, I'm, taking, a, I'm <laughs> taking a what, drink what right now. What is the map? How is this stuff deployed? Why can't we get it stopped? You know, why Why aren't we um, finding out where this stuff is? How is it put into construction? Um, is it, you know, and, you know, I do have some answers, you know, but, you know, I don't want to get off on a high horse and everybody believe it's my ego speaking and, and that I'm just another disinformation agent. And uh, it's, and we, you know, and, you know, like a, I don't want to talk about uh, uh, people that led, you know, misled us into thinking that we can't do anything about it because the deployment is outer space. And and I, I've come to the complete opposite conclusion. So uh, the the helplessness that's that that's what they sold us, you know, helplessness. That's what led this whole thing into mental health. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's like these women, uh, mothers don't know that these vaccines are are causing this stuff, and uh, and then this this stuff's up close, you know, the the weapon, well, you know. I mean, we all know that we all know too that targeting the family is the best tactic. You know, it started big time in the ghetto with blacks, and then it went up the chain, and now it's just to the point where they want to break every family apart. They don't want a father there. They want the child raised by either the school or the women, and that creates an imbalance. Not that a woman can't raise a child, but you don't want your don't kid in no school the, the getting programmed like a computer. And I think that that's what this targeting led to, a family structure. Like they break the family structure apart where like you're dependent right. on all these outside networks. Right. And it just creates havoc after havoc. It's one story one spider web after the other, one can of worms after the other to the point where, you know, I'm scared. I wish I had a son or a baby right now, but sometimes I think to myself, like knowing what I know, do you really truly want to bring a child into this? Or is this just your ego? Sometimes I wonder like, did God mean every person to reproduce and have a family or do people like me know, like maybe it ain't right. Maybe I'm alone for a reason because I know some shit about this world and I know facts. I don't need to go prove it and source my information. I know we live in a world where like the family structures targeted, the school systems targeted. Like you mentioned the AMA before you remember growing up in our generation, you hear about in your grandmother's time or your aunt's time, the doctor makes a house call. A doctor will go to jail. A doctor will go to jail right now if he made a house call. The AMA is nothing but a book. When you walk into a doctor's office, what comes out of your mouth goes to that book. And that doctor does not have the right by law to treat you any way as an individual. So 
we're living a complete controlled system. The educational system, the medical system, it's, it's targeting. It's just flat out. All I could do is get closer to God. Like I got no choice but to be spiritual. You know, I'm outnumbered by a bunch of psychopaths. <laughs> exactly. You're about right, man. Correct. It's so true. Yeah, and they use the schools for brainwashing at an early age. You know, you know, Adolf Alois Hitler always said that you get a mother young. You, we're not afraid. He said, we're not afraid of you, the adult generation, because you know why? Because we've already got your kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, the military got into environmental engineering, and that's that's what's really scary. As as these people didn't qualify, or the military wasn't that big of an employer, they got into building engineering, and I think that's where a lot of this is coming from. It's right, you know, behind the ceiling. It's all retractable. They can dismantle a, 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 a basically what's called what I call the Holocaust room, where they can burn you with ionizing, and they can put it in, put it out. But I don't know. I'm just I'm just guessing from what I've gone through. You know. That's it, man. Look, the that's fact, the fact, the fact that any, everybody's the, targeting is different. That's the thing. Go ahead, man. Like the fact that anybody. No, no, that targeting is all the same. It's, no, they it's deploy not. it different for your the environment well, that you're yeah. in. It's yeah, all the same. No, but look, dude, they got the fact that you got your average family that would not have a problem deploying your son to get his legs blown off in Iraq. By a fucking jungle terrorist. That <laughs> says enough. I'm not sending no 18 year old boy. I look back on my life like how much of a child I was at 18, and how exactly. little I knew how naive you're gonna put a gun in my hand. Like you are a nutcase. Right. So they learned early parent, on. Remember the Vietnam War was anybody else doing that. The Vietnam was stopped by 18 year old. The people that took over the army printing press, they. But it was calculated by, you know, the Pentagon Papers said, you know, that we're going to lose 50-some thousand Americans publicly. And I mean, look, I'm, look I'm, only, I'm, only, I'm, only, I'm only 40 years old, so I can't, truly, I can't truly speak on Vietnam. But what the problem, I think, with Vietnam, what saved the public with Vietnam is they didn't have a complete control over the media. When Vietnam was happening... They, no, were showing, they, they were According showing. They were showing people. To, they were showing people on the six o'clock news getting their legs blown oh, yeah, off, yeah, and do. they were showing kids laying bloody in the street. Do you do that now? The parents will wake up, and they'll be like, "Wait, maybe we're not all right with this." And that's what was happening in Vietnam. Well, the hippies it's happening in Al Jazeera and different. The news fucking guys, hippies that's, were that's not all right with that. Is- and you're yeah. seeing people get murdered on TV in the 60s. Well, which is it's why showing the CIA, it. It's showing the it. CIA, you you can CIA. see what's going on in Gaza Strip, how they're, the, they just But no, but look, look, the CIA, the CIA came in in the early 70s. thousands and of the people in Gaza. It, it's there. You can see it. Yeah, but no, but you're not following the media. Like, in the CIA came in in the early 70s, as far as what I've made sense of on YouTube and my own research with Google, it wasn't working. So it went from peace, love and hippie children smoking pot 
to disco dancing crystal meth addicts and cocaine no, sniffers. Yeah. <laughs> so they knew what was working and wasn't they working. They gave out the LSD. It was done by right, the military. Right, but that didn't work. That, the, the, the pot and the LSD flipped on them. And that was right at the end of the Vietnam War when kids were getting legs blown off on 6 o'clock news. So they said, wait, we got to change this. We got to take the adults' minds off this. So let's put them in bell-bottom fucking polyester suits and disco right. dance and sniff yeah. lines of coke. Because that's that happened by design. Like, that took the media's right. mind off of kids getting murdered. And there's right. people still now to this day saying, hey, I'm a patriot, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to send my kid over there. Like, you are completely and overtly controlled by that media. And as long as you're connected to anything, like even my mom, she'll say, I like Fox News or I like CNN. I don't like this channel. I don't like that channel. If you like any one of those channels, you are still sleeping. Exactly. Alex, man, it's like the lyrics to that Manson song. It's like, it's like, how does it go? It goes something like, we don't like to kill our unborn. We need them to grow up and fight the war. Don't want to be a victim. No, let's see. Don't want to be a victim be a gun killer with a gun, so they'll call me a hero. <laughs> but that's how they wanted to deploy it. Remember, Charlie Manson was the ultimate COINTELPRO agent. If you if you watch how Charlie Manson can manipulate his face from a craze to a happy to back and forth, when it shows that wild-eyed thing, that guy was a master of disguise. I, I know, I know. You know he, what the thing is? He, and I've said this to you before. Charlie Manson supposedly did 22 years. He was home day, for a year yeah. or two in didn't the late 60s day. for the hippie shit and the LSD psychopathic killings. And then he went away for life. And now he's been there for 40 years. When was that guy home? Someone come here and explain to me when he was on the street. Exactly. Like, were you actually on the street for, what, 18 months? Exactly. These people have He's the directive control. That guy came out of nowhere, exactly. supposedly fresh out of prison. What did he do anyway to do 22 yeah, years that previously? that was all a hype. It was a complete hype. But uh, he yeah. did He did work for, remember, like the uh, the um, Beach Boys. Those were, that was an FBI group. Boys. That was run by the FBI. Brian Wilson. I don't know. I get so damn Wilson fired up. I don't know what to talk about. I'm yeah. just. My, I Manson is passed now. He died last year, I think. Yeah, you know Charles Manson was a targeted individual. He, you know, if you listen to any of his videos, he clearly he he clearly states in his videos what they did to him. He he went one time he was going for parole and he's talking to the district attorney. He's like, "You guys have shot me. You burned me." poked me, you beat me, and I'm still right here. I'm still standing. And then, then, then somebody asked him something about murdering people. He says, "If I started murdering people, there wouldn't be none of you left." He could have <laughs> been mind control to do those murders, don't you exactly. think? Exactly. No, there that. was no murders, and it was a whole hoax. It was a military hoax, complete hoax. Uh, I feel you. Charlie Manson is pure COINTELPRO. It's a he wasn't home long enough. He wasn't home on the street long enough to do any of that. He wasn't even in jail. Don't ever. It's a military. I I feel you. I feel you on that one. I I know you don't gotta convince me. I believe you. I definitely agree on that. They've always been in charge of the media, you know. And well, if you think about it, you know. Thanks. Sexy Sadie, one of uh, Manson's right-hand girls, you know, one of his, his girls, his, his queen, she, you know, 
and if you look at Susan Watkins, Sexy Sadie Atkins, or, and then you look at the Watkins, the similarities there and everything, yeah, definitely a sob going on here. Yeah, yeah, put me, put me. And you can tell by the pictures they put out that it's a psyop, and that's how you determine it, just compare photographs of the whole psyop. Mem- put me put me in San Quentin right now. I'll walk all over the building. I won't run into Sirhan Sirhan. He's not in there. I know what you're saying. Nobody's yeah. in there. All these are stories. Like Yeah, yeah. They're targeted yeah. stories. Yeah. They grab your emotions, and, and the yeah. first thing is you're supposed to think is that, Oh my God! It could be I, you know. But there, by the grace of God, go I. No, it's a psyop from the beginning Total. to the end. Hundred percent. Air Force perps. <laughs> Absolutely, Alex. Man, you said it. Thank you. Well said. Okay, I could so say who it got the margaritas? Mmm. So you got your margaritas down. Do you make you your own margaritas? I like to buy them already made because I'm too lazy. But they always taste whiny. But do you make your own? Yeah. You do? Oh no, I don't. I don't. No, I don't really have oh. any liquor in the house. Oh, I thought you uh, said you were drinking margaritas. My bad. No, no, I said who's got them? What's Fucking Jimmy Buffett. She said the margaritas were kind of a another another operator, Jimmy Buffett. I, I'm drinking. Mar- I'm drinking margaritas right now. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Connie's hey, got Connie. the margaritas. Let's go to her house. Yeah. Hey, cheers, honey. Cheers. cheers. Hey, Connie. <laughs> it's really, I have one, they're pre-made, one strawberry and the other is wine. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So what did you find? You said, okay, I noticed that with red wine, you can mm-hmm. detect, like, I, you know, we've talked about this years ago. If you swish red wine around in your mouth and spit it out, you will see the filaments that are stuck to you. And it will show up really, really clearly with the red wine. It also shows up if you drink black tea and do it, but it's much more obvious when you use red wine. And, no, I was uh, reading about that, that they said that that was a hoax, too. No, I do. Uh, no, no, no. It, it's true. It happens. It's you true. Just try it. Wow. Well, You'll see I, for yourself. I, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I drink red wine, and then it's getting it out of your digestive tract and stuff. Yeah. You know? So I'm not. Well, this is what I'm wondering, see. Connie. So, which do you think is better for getting the stuff out of you, like your kidneys, your liver, you know, all those organs? Um, there's a company called Caro Tech, and they said Cucumarin is really good to, well, which one was it for? Uh-huh. Um, the, the spice. But anyways, um, Dave Case, who makes the CD, said he cured two people of cancer with tomato paste. Now, because of I was involved in the pharmaceutical industry and worked for the FDA, and I still see work, um, do work and see things. Um, I do believe what they're spraying causes cancer, these fungus and organisms, because they self-assemble and they rep- they can self-replicate. And so there's your tumor, you know. There's your cancerous growth. This stuff just grows and thrives. Heat and moisture, that's all it needs. And um, anyways, um, tomato paste. So if you make chicken wings, add 
not the little can of tomato paste, slightly bigger, or add two little cans, and then I'd throw in some, you know, if you want red peppers or green peppers, black pepper, because, pep, you know, uh, pepper is really effective. And um, Elvira used to tell me if you take raw onions and put them in the bottom of your feet, it'll draw the toxins out of your body. But anyway, tomato paste is an excellent tomato. I don't think it's only the acidity or the salt or whatever. I think it's the lycopene because oh. I did get a supplement and it's like, um, it's almost like a lycopene supplement. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be quite effective. So I, I think we do have to, you know, if you get these in your organisms, they did something to me and they did it to my friend Antonio. They can make your stomach, instead of growling, it's like talking. Like you hear like a vo- like they know what to hit, uh, frequency to make this stuff resonate. They can mm-hmm. do all sorts of things with this yeah. stuff. I had a question on the FDA on the can, the can versus, you know, the people that make the cans versus the people that are, you know, that when they put it together in a factory, the food gets tested by the FDA in one way, what you can put in the food, and then what you can put in the liner of the can. That's another thing, right? How does that oh. work in the FDA? Uh, I, I, don't, I, I didn't work in the food area, but, like, somebody from the food area came to the drug area and was trying to get me to, like, drink congee water. Okay, you need to watch the truth about acidity and alkalinity because there's a scientist medical guy and he and there's a show called fresh and alive who has a huge following and that guy who does fresh and alive was pushing the congee water thing like um and, and people take baking soda or prilosec or antacids for heartburn and this guy the truth about alkalinity is our bodies were made so perfectly that some parts need to be more acidic and some need to be more alkaline. And if you sit there and ingest baking soda, take Tums, Prilosec, and all these things, your body is going to actually, you're probably going to have worse heartburn because your body's going to produce acid to compensate for the alkaline things right. you're putting in your body. So when you put acidic things in your body, like tomatoes and things like that, or apple cider vinegar, then your body is actually going to produce, you know, become more alkaline. But the can liners are the and the phthalates in the bags, those are uh, sex hormones, right? Or mimic the female uh, sex I mean, you're hormones. Talking about BP, right? BP, BP, estrogen. Yeah, you're estrogen. talking about yeah. yeah. Do you know having a lot of plastic around you, like somebody told me I, I have all my stuff in plastic bags and bins and um not all my stuff but most of my stuff. And they said, Connie, you don't want all that plastic around you because it's something about it. it's like a synthetic estrogen or whatever. I don't know. Estrogen mimicker, yeah, something like that. And, and I, well, think these, I think these polymers is very similar to plastic and silicon. It is. It's yeah. Poly, one of the ones that I found is called polyacrylamide. You can look it up. Polyacrylamides are used in DNA sequencing to, re, you know, if they want to microsequence your DNA into another shape or form and get take skills out and put diseases in and whatnot, that's what they use. They also use argon gas. So argon gas is a big part of, um, you know, some of it. I mean, they can use that to 
Well, argon gas is, you know, like the neon, right? You can create a polymer. You can create a gas. You can create plasma out of it. So mm-hmm. these things are all interrelated. But anyway, polyacrylamides, by the way, oh, I didn't get to tell you this thing, uh, Connie. Um, I was using a hand cream that I got around Christmas time, and I was like, hmm, you know, I, I would clean up, I would detox, right? My hands are nice and dry. I don't have all that slippery feeling, right? And then I said, okay, I'm going to moisturize now, protect us. So I use this nice uh, chocolate strawberry hand cream, and what what do you know? Hey, this feels slippery like the polymers again, just like it. And I couldn't wash it off, and I was like, there's something in there. What do you know? Polyacrylamide is on the label. Oh. Yeah, I think that's the whole medium for the biofilm is this acrylamide. Yeah, it's one of them. It comes over in the the chip loads from China, and, you know, it's a a medium for so many, you know, for the whole pesticide industry as far as I know, and it probably lines the shelf of ant poison and all this, because it mixes with water. Yeah, it does, yeah. And the three of us are, like, doing all this research. So what I'm saying, people, is when you're looking to moisturize your skin, be careful what's on in your your products because you do not want polyacrylamides in your hand lotion. You do not want it on your body lotion. It's better to use pure oils as much as you can. Use natural oils, yeah. And, but they did turn yeah. my nubs against me. I have to say, cucumber and green tea or green tea moisturizers, they're really, really effective with this stuff. I, You know, if you think about it, if somebody had, like, puffy bags under their eyes, they would put cucumbers and the swelling would go down. And um, a girl I know, a TI in California, she says when she has itchiness, redness, and irritation in her eyes, she doesn't go for a Visine. She makes green tea, lets it get to room temperature, and then she puts a few drops in her eye, and she says instantly all redness, irritation, and itching goes away. Green okay. tea is an antioxidant. It's very effective. Okay. And, and um, yeah. CBS sells Beauty 360 green tea cucumber body bars. So it's a, it's a soap, a bar of soap, and this cuts through the biofilm. So does mm-hmm. tea tree oil. Uh, tea tree oil also, soap also cuts through. But they have used my oils against me, you know. I mean, uh, oregano yeah, oil. Put on, wipe off. Yeah, the old, yeah, you put it on and then pull it off to get the, it'll eat up the dirt and stuff and then put it on again. That's, that's what I do is wipe it off, you know, and, you know, I do a lot of mechanic work and you can just get a bottle of corn oil or, you know, corn oil works good, you know, to get the grease off, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, canola oil is not a bad, it's cheap, but it does soak into your skin. Nice I wouldn't use canola. That was made for running machinery as a replacement for diesel fuel. Yeah, I shared my office with a, uh, she was a educated and trained medical doctor from China, but she was a data expert. And um, she told me, Connie, never, ever eat canola oil. And then I looked it up, and mm-hmm. it's a one-for-one one match to ethanol, except for like one 
compound, one ingredient or a chemical thing. Oh, God, that's good to know. Yeah, I just cooked a bunch of uh, broccoli and that stuff and not ate it. That's good to know. Canadian natural oil is made for the farmers to run their machines during, you know, they could grow a thousand acres of canola and run a 10,000 acre farm. Canola oil is the worst oil you can use. It's killer. Use coconut oil as much as you can. And if you're going to use olive oil, I use Greek olive oil. That's hard pressed, uh, cold pressed and all. It's much better than the Italian olive oil. Just so you know. Yeah, but I'm just saying, instead of using the commercial body lotions that they sell that have, you know, uh, propylene glycol and uh, sodium aluminum silicate and those things, I'm saying, if you can't get, you know, anything else. But, instead of using that other moisturizer, you should have used the detox. African water mint and ginger that I gave you as a moisturizer. Because oh, I'm, I know. I'm just saying it for other yeah. people might not be yeah. able to get that. But read labels, yeah. And they put canola oil and mayonnaise and margarines and all sorts of things. So you really have to read labels and try to mayonnaise. If you use mayonnaise, try olive oil mayonnaise or avocado oil mayonnaise. But once you go avocado natural, oil is very good. going to come in and try to poison you. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Once you go natural, you're an enemy of the state because you're not dying at the rate they want you to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes you make a good point. <laughs> That's probably about the truth, yeah. With me, they're not entering my house. They're doing everything remotely, and I'm figuring out what they're doing and how they're doing it. And the more they do to me, the more I'm going to figure out and the more I'm going to tell people. People may believe me. They may not believe me. I mean, my perps, I told Ryan one-on-one. My perps revealed quite a bit to me. They did confirm they're mixed children. Um, they, they did many, many. They revealed a lot of stuff to me um, through radio, um, text messages, spam emails. They revealed a lot to me. And they're doing they, what the things that they told me four years ago that they're going to do, they're doing them. That's right, so, yeah. Get them, and they've been doing it. And it's the same program. It's just, it's just new, new, new wine and old bottles, or something. Old wine and new bottles. You know, they're doing the same thing. You know. Maybe they told me because they thought I'd get really depressed and like kill myself or something. But they obviously didn't uh, know me well enough. And the other thing is, when I worked for the FDA, they hacked into my FDA uh, computer as well as my personal, and they implied that I was scatterbrained because. There is great, you can greatly benefit if you don't follow a pattern because they do look for patterns, like when you get up, what you do, and and so I mixed it up. And when I was at work for the FDA, I would never sleep with my head, you know, when I realized I was targeted, I would never sleep with my head in the same position more than one night in a row. So I had a clean size bed. I put my head where my feet normally go. Sometimes I sleep across the bed. Sometimes diagonal. And when you unplug things, so say you always plug in your phone in a certain outlet or you have a coffee maker, if you start unplugging things and plug things in different places, because they map out our, they had my whole apartment mapped out on my personal computer. They had 110 amps to 20, what I had plugged in, 
blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I found that code and script. I studied it. I knew they were using my own devices to control my own appliances and devices. But it was always a revolving door between industry and the regulation of industry. And, and so it was never truly a, they looked out for the people, you know. It was it was always controlled, you know, the FDA, Food and Drug Administration. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was. There, some of the most evil people I ever met in my life work there. I'm not saying everybody's bad, but I'm saying some, and these people hold high positions and uh, they manage other people and they make, you know, they, and they make decisions. So. And they, they're, they're the ones that make decisions on vaccine too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're the one that tests the vaccines for efficacy and it. That's all done by the industry itself. They're the ones tooting their own horns. You know, the industries. Like the polio and the, and you start looking at what polio. You know, I I keep touting that that website by Jennifer Lake, uh, Polio Forever. Polio is a benign disease. It doesn't hurt you. It's just that it ends up in paralyzed people as a as a predominant virus when it doesn't really cause what it's saying it's caused. It 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 was the actual chemical or radiation poisoning that caused. The so-called polio was always a misdiagnosed operation, you know. And then they knew they could kill the polio virus because it was a weak virus, you know, that, you know, always was with man from time immemorial, and and they used it. And so they're catching us with all these words and all these trickery, and, and it's a science of trickery versus a science itself. It's a science of trickery and media and communication. Not, yeah, not my, my niece, my niece is an expert with DNA genetics and molecular biology. Like when I worked for the FDA and I lived with her, she did teaching sessions. She was teaching people at FDA and NIH because um, she was on the cutting edge of you know DNA. So she was directing how people would study and the thought police how that how you you would approach something so that it wouldn't it would be contained, you know, you wouldn't get you know, what what is uh what's the score, you know, the God score, you know. And, and God my, nephew, wanted, you know, my nephew's an expert in nanotechnology. That's what he's doing. Huh. I mean my my family, I have brilliant people in my family and my other relative put up the first satellite dish for the United States and he met von Braun being a Nazi German scientist because my relative worked for NASA and he was leaving to go do other things and von Braun said he wanted him to stay alongside and work alongside with them. And uh yeah Didn't von Braun say that we could never get to the moon without a, a spaceship the size of the Empire State Building or something and but I, and get I, back. I no, and that. get back. You can get there but you can't get back. Thanks. And, 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 and then that bacteria shit on our toenails, whatever, or fungus or some shit, is not athlete's foot, but it's the thing that fucks up your toenails and makes them curl and be ingrown and whatever else. What because, is that? And I'm trying to think of what the fuck they said to put on it that kills it right away. Because I told her to try it. <laughs> And I can't remember oh, what um, the it was. 
I think yeah, the, the borax and vinegar baths and the salt work, but I don't know. I don't really know. When I did that stuff, they could get this stuff on me as quick as I got it off. And that's Red why oil I, also I, works. Tea tree uh, oil is another good one that is um, astringent, but be careful on your skin. Yeah. Yeah, there's some cure-alls, but not really, you know. I mean, because, you know, we all, you know, the G, there's a lot of adaptability to the DNA and stuff. I, I don't know. Out of my league. I, I watch the Lookout for Charlie video. Every CI should look watch that video because he says, he goes by the KISS rule, and I used to go by that rule, too, keep it simple, stupid, you know. And it, people are overthinking things, wearing tinfoil hats, making Faraday cages. I've done a lot of things, not the tinfoil hat, but the Faraday cage thing I did. Um, but you're shielding the stuff on your body if you're not detoxing, and that, and then it's going to grow and thrive, and it will take over your body. Well, I think there's a pattern to the perps, you know, what they have in store for us. They, I don't, they're, because we're not getting the, the information of how this thing is being deployed, but when I started measuring, it was about every two weeks you would get, I would get a really bad burn. But these were the local perps that were sent here in this, you know, neighborhood. So um, I I don't know what the pattern is for the attacks, but that guy's wrong, totally wrong. He's right in what to do about it. but And, yeah, why worry about it? Because it's, it's so hard to protect, and then if you try... They take it, the perps take it personally, so they'll double up their efforts if you're not getting hit. That is not, that is not true. Deb is detoxing, I'm detoxing. There's a bunch of other people doing it around the country, and we are not getting, uh, they're coming at me hard because they don't want me helping people and they don't want me to talk to people, and I'm constantly trying new things. I don't want one solution in my pocket. I want 50 solutions in my pocket. And you're you're wrong about that. Because I know you're wrong because, you know, we're getting this stuff off our body and, and what they do is not effective. I don't care if they point their cell phone at me. I I'm not talking like, about cell phone. I'm talking about military devices that will put you I, on the ground that will they'll twist your back up into a pretzel. Uh, okay. God, I, I don't know what you got there, but here they are serious. I mean, you know, they're protecting high-level operatives, you know, which is the banking. It's all about uh, transfer of money. I got 52 minutes and every night. The other night I did something very effective. I got three helicopters in a half an hour. Today I got a helicopter. Well, what's you know? a helicopter? I'm talking about deployment of... Something that it'll oh, make sense. Okay, I'm going to do it. talking to you. Bye. Uh, well, I was going to say you both have good points because if in your targeting they want you to believe that what you're doing is a threat, they'll leave you at that certain level for a while so you can believe it. It's a perceptual game. And then when they want to really beat you up, they can. Like Reeb is saying, if they really want to hurt you, they can. I'm sorry, Connie, you didn't stay for that part. But. Yeah, but that's all I got. I, that's all I got. Not everybody in the community has had 
major physical injuries yet, so they don't know how bad it can get. Yeah, that's why they say to move out of California and Arizona. I mean, these guys are set up. They ain't moving. I know. I got one guy to move that I call, you know, but I'm sur- I mean, these guys, they don't have a, a, a bone, you know, a, a good bone in their bodies. It's all about murder. California is like one of the worst states. I'm telling you, you know, you're, I mean, it, it, when a cop follows you, it, it, that looks friendly around here. These people are <laughs> out of it. God. <laughs> I mean, it, it is bad. It's, you know, you listen to Barbara Hartwell and the uh, Ramallah uh, uh, call. Uh, today it's a new one, and uh, she really lays it out. You know, they have their minions. You know, and is she uh, a talk show call or what? I don't remember her. Uh, it's a YouTube the oh. YouTube call. Uh, no, it's uh, yeah. Her there's two Barbara Hartwell um, interviews, and this is the second one. And she was set up. She was a FBI or a CIA uh, communication. She was you know, a generational CIA and she was put into yeah. radio stations and things like that. You know, and she mm-hmm. I guess she was in radio and and uh she would profile people, I get and but she didn't know they were assassinating them and stuff and uh and you know and she you know, she had a you know, she had a heart and she got out and then she whistle blew and uh you know, they set her up in accidents and everything else. Mm. So, uh, and she's, and by the way, she she can give you the straight dope on Gunderson. You know, don't think I'm the only freak in the room about Gunderson. You know, he was counterintelligence. He was Southern California. He's around here. So, and he ran. So, he was. He's a control agent. He doesn't let it out. You know what's really going. You know, don't think because. Wow. You know, he has a statement about the FBI. You can find all his statements before, well before um, he came out with an affidavit that what they were involved in. You know, uh-huh. it's not like uh, you couldn't find that out. Oh. He's a control. He controls the the psyop. You oh, know, yeah. the limits of how they. Well, want he's it. not doing that anymore, though, is he? He's supposedly dead. I I don't believe it, but I think he I think he retired as far as that goes. But I'm sure he gave it gives advice, you know, if uh, to older mm-hmm. agents and how they're going to get out and what what their duty is once they're out. Uh, uh, you know, because a lot of them are retiring. I'm sure there's, you know. Yeah, I was wondering how do they, you know, do they ever get out? It doesn't seem like they can. I think once they're in the system, that's it. They're in the system. Well, people get old, and they become old, and 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 yeah. uh, you know, just like everybody else. But uh, um, as far as the agency, I mean, they don't want their if they've been committing, you know, genocidal crimes. They don't want any of that out. Obviously, right. That's what I was thinking. It may it may appear that they're immune or buffered or insulated from the 
terrible tragedies that are coming down, but I think they're going to be a part of it, too. They're going to get it, too. Oh, you mean the minions coming out? Yeah, because the FBI is really a formal position because this this is more of a mafia. The people that are doing this to us aren't, they're not FBI agents per se. They're a mafia that the the agency is running or somebody's running it. You know, this stuff is out there, and they don't want this stuff getting out, what's happening. So, the, you know, they'll have they'll run a lot of these guys, you know, snitches or whatever. I don't know what, you know, how, you know, I see their front companies. That's what I see. I see the people that are deploying this use uh, plumbing and heating, rental, uh, equipment rental, um they're in the school system. They're they're every medical. They're everywhere. Transportation. Oh, yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, they're deploying this stuff from. Well, what I see is houses, cars, and uh, and medical. You know, that's their basic. Uh, plat. Those are their platforms where they put the devices. You know, they put it in building walls. They put it. You know, ceilings. They. They put it from garages, attics, from not your attic, their attics. You know, they they want that machine to be out of there, in there, out of there. They don't know if some thief is going to come in at night and steal their device. What would happen if that happened? And because remember, that's how this whole counterintelligence started when these they wanted to stop, you know, get the draft cards, and they st- instead of the draft cards, they saw how the FBI was uh, had a war on the people, you know. We're 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 warring, murdering, you know, setting up people, starting wars and crimes, oh. and yeah, I mean, yeah, instigating wars, right. And even uh, Harwell says that uh, uh, Gunderson was moving Stinger missiles to Afghanistan. He was selling missiles. He was in almost everything. Yeah. The stuff he did is just a, you know, and oh. you know, and he's just a control agent on the thing, you know, to keep, you know, admit some things and hide others. This is what the talking points are. That's what it is. So, why did he become a whistleblower? He's not whistleblowing. It's a containment operation. Because it was all out there already. I got you. With, yeah, so it's a perception game again. Yeah, it's a containment. Because mm-hmm. how big is big, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective on that. Because... They thought that these energy weapons could do anything, and and when they hit the McMartin, and the McMartins had enough uh, um, lawyers, and you know they they projected the Martins as as uh, satanic some Satan worship. Well, who created the whole Satan worship thing? It was the psychologist. Why did why were the McMartins when they had all that media stuff going on satanicism? Why did a jury um, dismiss 355 charges? 
because they saw what the psycholo- the psychologist implanted FBI, the whole FBI operation into five-year-old kids. That's how demonic the FBI is. They're burning kids. Well, look what vaccines do. So, you know, there's no limit, you know, to what, you know, it's evil in the human heart. You know, there's just no limit. Do you know what came through on my computer today from Amazon? I thought it was quite apropos. It was an ad to buy directed energy weapons cheaply, shipment in two to three days. On Amazon? They didn't have any prices or anything, but they had a uh, link. Can you imagine? Yeah, well, they're uh, just see, party weapons. Old... Amazon selling. Or yeah, they're trickling one. down all the technology. Amazing one, you... not Amazon. I think it's Amazing One. Not You mistook uh, Amazon for Amazing One. No, it was Amazon because there were other ads for other things. No, I it think was it's Amazon. Amazon. I don't get Amazing, Amazing One at all. It was A-M-A-Z-O-N. It was Amazon. I well, I amazing. Very close. Amazon are close. It was Amazon. Well, it, the point is that the technology is trickling down to the consumers. That's right. And you know what, Luda? I don't, I don't know if you heard me earlier, but I had seen an ad for a new cell phone that's coming out very soon called the Red Hydrogen. And it creates holograms in your hand. I mean, it's the size of the cell phone. It makes holograms. <laughs> it's going to be available through Verizon and one of the other big companies. Incredible. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, what? I also think about this polymers. It's definitely a plastic-based thing because I can see it on my one leg. It's uh-huh. very difficult to remove because my leg is so badly injured that I can't uh-huh. use anything abrasive or anything on it. But um, I feel that, oh, I know for a fact that my water contains them. It's in yes. liquid form because if you wash your hands in that water, your hands come out greasy you wash your hair in that water, your hair comes out like a spaghetti mop. And it's definitely contaminated in the water purposely. They run uh-huh. quick. The minute you turn on water, they come quick to flip on their um, valves in the apartment above me. Uh-huh. So what I'm saying is this polymer stuff, I don't think we have a full knowledge of what it can do to our internal organs and our insides. So I've been drinking a lot of lime and water now, and I do. I use like a bottle of lime juice besides limes every day, because I think that stuff cuts it. Because once I wash my hands with lime juice, um, it removes it. So I'm thinking if it moves out of my hands, maybe it'll remove it on the inside of my body. Because I definitely you're saying know lime it's there. juice, L I M E. Yes, 
Okay. Did you also say wine? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm just doing the lime juice because I know what that can do to help me. And yeah. since I do lemon juice I agree. a lot, I, agree. I, I um, use lemon every some, day. And some people say, I think Connie was saying this, that the red, that red wine helps to bond with it and take it out. But then you have to detox the alcohol. So um, I can't drink much, but... Um, and yeah, I, the rest I, I wouldn't want to suggest it all. The red wine is, is really good for you, too, for uh, keeping the uh, free radicals under control. It's, yeah, it's but really only good. like one or two glasses. Otherwise, you, ha- you end up having other problems. I've never drank more than one glass of alcohol any day of my life. That's why I've never mm-hmm. been drunk. I, will, I only limit myself, and I don't drink very often. But well, I, I uh, really am... Well, now, going back to your leg, you only have, you have a heavy dose of it on one leg. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Um, and that, as I, far as I that, know that they have different the levels stuff, of I it. can't use that because my skin is far too fragile to use that stuff. I can't use that. On Which ice. stuff? Louisiana hot sauce. I can't do that. Oh, no, no. I, um... I use the hot sauce on like metal and wood, and, right? Um, mm-hmm. But um, see, I know that they have different levels of this plastic polymer. Some of it washes off easily, and some of it takes forever. That's right. And um, they put something in my washing machine. I could not get it out. Every load of laundry that went in there came out contaminated. I had to throw away. So I ended up having to get rid of the washing machine because I couldn't get it cleaned off. Mm-hmm. If you got that kind on you, uh, I'm not sure, but maybe the... Now, this is a different kind of lime, but Grieve is just talking about lime powder like you use in a mm-hmm. garden. Mm-hmm. And that seems to help bond with it and help you peel it off. It's the powder. The powder that mm-hmm. you use in gardening, not juice, yeah. Yeah, I know, juice. I know, yeah. But I I do find that tea tree, there's a liquid body wash tea tree from um, Trader Joe's. It's in a tall container, and I use that plus the lime juice, and that gives me my best shot. And um, I can get it worked down to the skin, but of course the minute I go near the dog on water again, uh, it, it lays it on. It bonds so, right back on. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. And especially if you have one one part that's already got, you know, it's almost like they attract to each other. That's um, right. But what you're doing, okay, I hear what you're saying, and I'm, I, I, I was wondering if you would just switch just one day to alkaline, the lime powder, just because that's an alkaline, right? Mm-hmm. And skip just, you know, the I've tea tree the oil and the lime juice. Too. Huh? That, that's a alkaline as well. What? Bentonite clay. Oh, yeah, or the clay, but... Okay, you try whatever you like, but I'm just telling you what I think works. Yeah, I, I imagine it might, but like I say, it's it's just a losing battle. Because it's going to come back on again. <laughs> Unless I can use, uh, take a shower in another apartment, another location. 
or well, no, they but, might have your whole apartment building pumped because I noticed that in the last town that I lived in, it seemed like they were putting valves in all over the water system. So the whole town, the whole town had water like that, and you could see it when you ran the water. You would get like these thick bubbles mm-hmm. that would take a long time to pop. So what I figured out was that late at night when everybody else was sleeping was when they, the valves were not putting out as much of the polymer. So you could try 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning when nobody yeah, else done was one. I've done that. But see, the problem is you can't beat the perps because they flip on the uh, valves. So, um, you know, they just wait for me. Yeah, it's it's a very difficult situation. I said yeah. too much already tonight, but it's very difficult. I know it is. I know. And I don't use a bit of water out of these faucets to ingest in any way. I, no. I don't even cook with it. No, no way. No. Mm-mm. It's all contaminated. And that's, a lot of TIs don't realize that. You know, they don't think about the water, but they really should. I think about the water all the time. Yeah, but I don't think a lot of the newbies do. No. See, it's a it's a combination thing. If they get the polymers in the water, the water is on your skin, it's in your clothes, in your food. Then they put, and I believe, and I haven't tested it, but I think that they're negatively charged. And then when they spray the white powdery stuff from the sky, I think it's positively charged, and it attracts to one another. Then they get another chemical reaction. Then they get then they get a plasma. They get an ionized plasma going. The stuff coming from the sky, I'll tell you, it is such a fine powder. It's not anything but powder. It makes confectioner's sugar um, look like huge particles. It's so fine. Uh-huh. I was sitting out. I had my computer in a garage, and I was working. I figured, geez, I'm out of the out out of the outdoors and everything else. Well, a big cloud of that stuff blew in all over everything in the garage, my computer, me, everything. And that mm-hmm. stuff came out of the sky. That was stuff from chemtrails. That that's a nightmare, and, and the public doesn't even know about this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. That's why for uh, August nineteenth, I'm getting ready. The week before, I've got packets going out to every announcer on the TV and radio in my Western New York area, hundreds. And I'm getting the addresses together now. And there's a good thing from uh, Dane Whittington. He sent me about uh, the chemtrails. They're like plastic pages, and they're wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to include that stuff and, and all kinds of interesting information a week before. So if they want to do anything on um, August 19th, they'll have plenty of information about targeting, about everything. And I think... If we can get Google to put it on the homepage that day, you know, they always have its, you know, National Peanut Butter Day. Well, if we can get National uh, <laughs> Target Individual Day, that would be great. You know, 
I don't know how we go about getting it on that first page. It's, not, it's National White Bread Day. Yeah, right. It's everything. You know, National Dirty Clothes Day and National Everything. <laughs> so we I should call be able it to get that put on there I don't somehow. call it Google. I call it Google. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, someplace like Targeted Justice should be able to work on getting that put on that Google first oh. page. Yeah, but um, very fascinating. Well, I know you. I don't have to tell you to take care of yourself. I know you're doing that. I try really hard, and now I have to take care of my buddy because he's oh. getting hit now. And oh. the main thing they do with him is cause him to cough so much, so he chokes and vomits, and that makes me so sad because he does. He's done nothing. Of course, he does help me, and they don't like that. Yeah, but what do we do? Yeah, right. Yeah. And what did our animals do? He's got to sit up in a chair now. They won't even let him lay in a bed or a couch or nothing. They don't let him lay in the bed? No. No, because they get him so sick that he can't. He will choke to death, so he has to sit up in a chair now. Oh. He doesn't complain, and he knows it's part of this program, and it's just mm-hmm. all very sad to me. Of course, they know the more they hurt him, the more it hurts me. Yeah. But he still continues to lucky, help me. Right? I told him, I said, don't help me anymore. Don't help me use put the shielding on at night. I said, don't do that. No. I'm going to do this. I don't care what, what you can't do it yourself. Yeah. yeah I go through about um, $15 of t- twist ties a week just to secure everything on me. And I buy them just about wholesale from farm machinery outfits around here. You know, these things that um, work like and bungee cords to keep things in place. Those bungee cords are too bulky and heavy. What do you use them for? To hold on layers of uh, shielding, for instance, on my legs at night. I think I, oh. use, I think I use 16 of them every day. Really? Yeah, wow. because there's so many layers. <clears throat> certain things you can tape as you go, but certain things they have to be held on because they're heavy. You know, rubber rubber mouse pads and links that sheets and I mean I I use everything it's, you can ever try. Yeah, I know it's it's thick and bulky and complicated and pieces fall off and you got to bend over and pick it up. It's very uncomfortable. I know. I I wear shielding also, but not that complicated. At night, I put on full body armor, but I have. It's not like attached to me. It's more like leaned. I got, you know. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to like this, but I use metal and magnets a lot for the kind mm-hmm. of torquing I get. And, um, you know, stuff I picked up in the store and whatnot. But I don't wear them. I just, I lay them on me. Right. 
Yeah. No, you have to use whatever works for you. And never, you know, some people say tinfoil doesn't work. Well, in the midst of these nine no, layers, tinfoil isn't thick enough. I have to use like uh, copper pot. I got one of my favorite shields is a copper-plated frying pan. I have that too that I use. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I could afford more copper, but it's a little pricey. Because there's a yeah, nice copper just... pot that'll fit right over my head. Uh-huh. You can find stuff at thrift stores like that. Yeah, I know. That's where I get my mirrors and stuff. Yeah, that's I did. I had to give a lot away, but I had a really big old mirror that was, I don't know, from the 30s or something. That's that the kind of use, really yeah. Thick coating on it. That's yeah, very it good, yeah. But then it was so heavy to move, I had to give it away before. Yeah, they're in very heavy wooden frames usually. Mine are anyway. But I still think they help a lot. Yeah, they do. Not the ones, the lightweight ones, cosmetic type ones you use today that you buy. It's got to be those old vintage. Yeah, because the old vintage ones I think have lead on the back of them. I think so. They're silvered very different. Yeah. Very thick. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I'm waging the battle of my life, and I'm strategically trying to very, being very logical and very organized about it. So I'm doing, I think mm-hmm. that's important. You know, you can do things helter-skelter, but the way I'm doing it, I'm seeing which works, which doesn't work, and throwing it out and doing something different changing all the time. That's what you got to do, change all the time. I know. Well, and sometimes you just get tired and you just want to be a human being, you know? Well, I do that, too. I do that, mm-hmm. too. I do yeah, that with in all the country. <laughs> with all the boys, though. <laughs> I was just asking, I was just asking where all the, my boys went there. <laughs> Oh yeah, because we're just filling all it up. When the, and your your call is going to about to close, isn't it? I'd say there's about ah uh, maybe two more hours on it, maybe. I'm not oh, sure. I thought you all didn't open at eight thirty then. Yeah, we opened early uh, because Mike Mason was out of town and he could do his call, so he messaged me and asked me if I'd open. I said yep. And when right. his call ends, we'll be starting a new one too. So. Okay. I haven't been able to get a hold of Mike Mason for quite a while. I mean, I went to a couple of his calls, and he wasn't there, and I got extremely worried. Mm-hmm. So now maybe today I'm going to call him and see if I can reach him. Yeah, he's Keep, a good guy, Mike. Is. He's, he's trying to get back up by me about five miles from me where he left. He was mind-controlled to leave, and uh, he said it was the worst mistake of his life. So now, even back up here, he's, he's tremendously targeted and perped and every other. He came from the place where I moved from because it was so bad. He wants to go back there. Well, I got out of there because it was so bad. Wow. He, he doesn't shield either, you know that. That's why he's wound right. up with so much cancer. He does not shield. No. Yeah, that's why his throat, that's why he talks so low. And I think it was cancer of the throat, wasn't it? Oh, he had cancer everywhere. He had it. Yeah. But, you know... We have this Roswell Park Cancer Institute. That's where they invented chemo, which I don't agree with. But um, 
they do treat, they have the best surgeons in the world, some of them. And um, he started with um, testicular cancer. And he had, he beat lung cancer. I mean, he's beat a lot of things. So we just have to keep praying that he just doesn't get knocked over one of these days. Because um, he's a he's a tremendous he's a warrior. Tough. Yeah, he is. He's very tough. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. He's so gentle, and you know, he offered to come and stay at my house and use some meters because I can't use meters, of course. And uh, just to just to get a handle on what the hell's going on here because it's crazy. So I might let him do that. And whenever I see him, I try to feed him good. And <laughs> <laughs> you feed yeah. little Suffy too. Yeah. 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 But he likes to eat, and his little puppy is just the most adorable little thing you ever saw. Yeah. And boy, he worships that 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 dog is more than his his daughter. And oh, Sophie, I'll go run. I'll go get. I'll go get your ball. It's about a mile away. I'll go get it. Just wait a minute. <laughs> he runs all over the world for that little dog. Yeah, he does. That was our OSI mascot at one time. (laughs) (laughs) So adorable. Yeah. But see, he wants to get back up here because there's a whole settlement. It's called Audubon Community. It's a prototype community, and it was built to see if rich people would kill poor people and um, all kinds of uh, cultural backgrounds. And there's very expensive million-dollar homes in it. And then there's uh, hut housing. So the hut housing is in the best place because it's along the forest and the trails and the lakes. So he wants to get another uh, apartment in that area because Sophie loves walking in the woods. So it's all about Sophie. So um, I don't blame him because I lived across the street from that when I lived there. And I used to go on those trails. I got so damn lost. I never came out at the right right road. I was always miles from my house when I finally found civilization. Because I couldn't read any signs. So I just wandered around, and after about four or five hours, I tried to find my way home. But it was something else. They go 15 miles of, of trails you can walk on. So it's great. And that's that's what he's trying to get back to. I don't blame them. You might as well have a nice surroundings, you know, to, to battle this thing. Yeah. But he's a wonderful musician. He's a professional organist and piano player. Uh, he volunteers playing at Roswell Park in the lobby. plays the piano. He's a, like a... Um, piano bar guy, like a cocktail lounge type player. He can play any kind of music. Yeah. And his parents live not far from here in the suburb. But quite frankly, they don't seem to help him all that much. He's pretty much on his own.
articles on EuropeWars.com. I want to post like part of the articles on InfoWars and then have the rest to send the traffic there. I think that's the best model. Because so many of these stories I don't see because I go to InfoWars.com and I forget to go to EuropeWars.com. And please spread these links, folks. It's how we're getting them out. It's how we're getting around the, the censors. When you do this, it's devastating them. EU migration chief, Europe must accept endless migrants. Dan Lyman, another Europe Wars story, powerful. And it's from the UN and the EU themselves. They say they want 200 million more Muslims by 2030. Wow. You think, you know, 50 million burning down Europe. Imagine 200 mil voting as one block. That's total control of Europe. Total control. It was about 25 years ago that I began to read publicly available books that had been written for the State Department and for the CIA by top professors at Georgetown. Hey guys. Just saying if anybody else wanted to talk, if not, I was going to stream audio. Where would Connie go? Sue. I don't Luda said she had another thing. Yeah, so I get you agree, but you still there? You guys want to talk? Hello? Hey, who's this? Who's this? <laughs> Santa Claus. Oh. I think I've been a good boy this year. <laughs> hey, man. You didn't sound like yourself, you know? Let me let me mute that down. Talk to you loud, bro. It's causing an echo. Oh, uh, yeah, there's still like 13 callers left and several guests, so, yeah. That's we're good, still, man. We're good to go. <laughs> I'm putting on my head shield now because, like, the top of my cranium feels pretty funny in this apartment, like, a lot. Same at my old house for the seven years I've been targeted. Mm. Head Be shield. Right yeah, right Okay. Nirvana there. Oh, cool. They're they're kind of relaxing sometimes, or kind of like gets the blood flowing too. Sometimes they have kind of very up styles of or different songs. Yeah, man, they're like one of my favorite bands. Yeah. 
Definitely. I listened to the real mellow rock today, Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Nelson. Yeah, like, I, I, I saw how they asked one time. Grave digger. You dig my grave, make it deeper so I can heal the rain. <laughs> I gotta pour some, pour some beer. Be right back. You gonna get yours out there? Um, just a little. Yeah, I've been drinking beer some. Cool. Be right back. No, I don't have a gun. Love that song. Just heard it on the radio after I got out of the shower. <laughs> yeah. Come as you are. No, I don't have a gun. No, I don't have a gun. Kind of depends on the mood, what song of his I like when I hear it. Oh, shit. What was that? Something just fell. <laughs> <laughs> What happened to Mr. John? Where'd he go? Kyle? Hell, Kyle even. <laughs> really? This early, guys? Wow. Well, was that Kyle that asked who this is? Or was that you? Mm, I was doing him. Yeah, so it so, sounded like Kyle. He said, who's this? And I said, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> What did Miss Connie say before she hung up? Uh, she just hung up a while ago, man, when Grieve was talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I would call her, but I've called her about four times today already. <laughs> so, just let her sleep. She said somebody stole her damn license earlier and everything. That just happened to my mom. Oh. Uh, not the the car, not like the the state drivers like the ID the the wallet thing the the card right. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead and talk there for me. I I got to put me one of these corn dogs in there. Uh, got to get some on my gut before I start drinking. I'm gonna be sick.
Well, today I verified my brother's being targeted, too. They were... I was talk, I was asking him some questions, and he verified it for me, like, for sure, for sure. Pain, pains in the body, uh, pain, and, um, like, different kinds more specifically different kinds and like weird kinds you know like stuff that they would need a direct energy weapon with or something <laughs> what are you talking about man you just talking to the to the show or what yeah oh, okay that's like oh i turned it on speaker by accident so i forgot i did i uh, working on this big paper about being targeted for the past year and a half. Revising it, revising it. Good. <sighs> yeah, I can already, my head already feels better from putting the shield on it now. Oh, here's some proof of the direct energy weapons for me anyway. If they shoot to make a part of my body sore, and I put my 100-pound pulling weight magnet on it, the pain goes away in under a minute. And it happened again, It happens again and again. Like, for um, about four about four years now, I've had that big magnet. So what did Kyle say about me, why he got so mad at me last night? Because I didn't say a darn single bad thing, and uh, he got all pissed off. He said, we're going to mute you. I was like, what? And then I called him a, a tyrant or something. <laughs> somebody called, somebody logged in the chat room a couple, about a month ago. That was a couple of weeks ago. It said, oh, it always sounds tyrannical. Well, that's just the word that popped out of my head and had nothing to do with OSI. It was like, between me and Kyle, we've been on these calls together off and on for three years or so. No, so he, got, he got aggravated because you kept interrupting with that Tourette's thing. If you do, you just say random shit at different intervals. <laughs> I probably do, man. I'm sure I got too many uh, things going Going on and off. What did the file say? What did he say to you anyway? <clears throat> uh, yo, well, you know, Ryan, I wish that, you know, that my brain wasn't so damaged from being poisoned by the gang stalkers, but otherwise I'd remember a lot more of what Kyle said over the past few years because he did offer tons of lot, like good advice. <laughs> I think he told you to shut that up, didn't he? <sighs> 
Oh, they throw my timing off like crazy, dude. They make me burp today about uh, 80 times today. Mm-hmm. They make me burp. Yeah, I hear you, dude. <clears throat> All I had was one Coke for a carbonated beverage and just like like three regular little meals. And you all know what like, I'm having right now? Huh? You know what I'm having right now? A beer and a corn dog. Yep, a hurricane category five, buddy. <laughs> I had one a few days ago, but it was the weak variety that, that the convenience store can only sell because they don't sell the strong stuff. Well, they the don't. They do store. here. I know, they do it in Mexico, mark. too, but they don't in Minnesota. Hmm. It's strange. But they wouldn't offer but, but there's like three nice liquor stores within like two miles of me. Hmm. Or maybe three miles. Three miles one, two or three miles one way. Like one mile the other way. But what you can do is you can, you can, I know you said you're trying to win yourself off it. What you what you need to do is you need to, to, to downgrade to malt liquor because you're used to drinking rock god shit, aren't you? I mean, like not raunchy brown liquor and stuff. That's what you need to do and get you can downgrade with your malt liquor and you won't it won't take you as much to, you know to get off to sleep. So and it won't well, be nearly as hard on your liver. I was trying to go to sleep about two hours ago, like you know, just to go to bed tonight and then. It, it felt like someone grabbed my head and pulled it up, and then five seconds later pushed it down, and then five seconds later pushed it to the left. And then I went, that's it. I'm going to start filling up my journal for today's journal again of all the bad stuff that happened. Go. That it's point. true, man. Some people like to treat other people like a rag doll. I'm sure they do. Jerk people around like a rat. Yeah, exactly. So true. So, 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 so true. Uh, I mean, it gets really bad. I mean, you can wrestle and play around or make a joke every now and then, you know. But, you know, that just that, like, five-minute episode that, like, boys have compared to men in a group doing it all day long, there's something really wrong with those people. They're psychopaths. What's this, like these stupid Air Force fools are still carrying on with this phony hepatitis bullshit and phony AIDS and cancer and all this. And they, they need an excuse for everything that they do, but to be as stupid as they are. Yeah. <laughs> insist on somebody having a disease when they don't. That's how stupid they are. It does. It does. Like, that's their, like this guy on, on Facebook, a T.I. posted on, on actually one of my posts, and he said, it was like one of those um, memes or whatever, and it said, like, it showed all these pill bottles, and they said, this is what uh, they give you for, uh, for the, like, basically for the sickness they give you, they give you this medicine to pay for it. Yeah, really. <clears throat> Get you sick to, 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 to treat you to make money off of it. Yeah, and, and misery loves company. Is she on the phone? Busting a bag of chips open. I'm going to have something to throw with God here. Oh, that's what that is. I've heard that a lot on, on calls over the years. That same sound, I always wondered what it was. Some bag of chips, yeah. <laughs> These are called Clancy's Original Potato Chips. 
the yellow and red back. It's very communistic, actually. <laughs> They're good. Uh, well, I know when someone's eating a chip, but, uh, yeah, it's different when they're opening a bag. It could be anything, you know? It could be anything metallic-y. Yeah, like, I like busting the bag and popping it. It scares the hell out of some people. <laughs> <laughs> I've only done that. Well, I've only tried that twice before. Yeah, we used to in school, back in high school. Who is that in the background doing the moaning? It's hmm. <laughs> somebody snoring, isn't it, or what? Yeah, I think so. I'll find it in a minute. I'll get on the board and find it. At misery. Why are you? Why are you not talking? Why are you dialing? You're not talking. There's a person named Misery on the call. Mm, yeah, it's her nickname. But... Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, I didn't man. know that. If I knew that, I probably wouldn't have made that old saying. Said that old saying. I mean. Be right back. I'm gonna have to find that snore. Well, speaking of talking about what uh, I journaled before, like a couple hours ago, after uh, it felt like someone was pulling on my head, but then I thought it might be too heavy for this call. Hmm. Yeah, but just might. the involuntary movements, pretty much where they nerve pulse my uh, parts of my body around thousands of times a day now for four years. Oh man, it twisted my left leg pretty fairly hard when I was lying in bed. Um, I was lying there. And, uh, yeah, you need to turn that speakerphone off. I was lying there, and it just hit me. It was electromagnetic, uh, the laser, whatever. It hit me in the left leg, and it like jerked, jerked, jerked my leg real hard. I mean, like, Did it, was it like a violent twitch where it flew up? Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. It did that before as well. Well, now, today, too, it feels like someone's pushing in on my sternum and, like, pulling around my windpipe. I really, it really gets me a little, like, anxious and stressed out. These people are mentally ill or mentally retarded. Yeah. But they know it, but then they still continue in that same behavior pattern. I think because they're getting paid and they're scared of their superiors. And they're scared of life, man, I think, to be honest. Apparently so. Hang them out of a tree, buddy. Hang them high. Hang them right out of a tree. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, I was like, yeah, I get really mad at it. There's, there's like, there's like a 20 some year old guy bugging me today with remote controlled shit from who knows where he is. He could be states away. There was a, and then there was the, the 50 year old guy doing stuff to me remotely. How do you it's know their ages? It's uh, all rigged. It's all set up to make me sound crazy. Of course it is. But People I mean, always say, duh, duh, uh, where are they? Uh, no, you're just imagining it. That's gaslighting or ignorance. That's either ignorance or gaslighting. Ignorance. Yeah, ignorance. <sighs> Skepticism, but then, like, also ignorance. Oh man, and this beer's gonna pet me up here in a few minutes and I'm gonna get out of this sleepy mood. Maybe maybe you'll get sleepy and just go to bed. You've been on your I noticed you were on your call today. I was I was like, Oh, he's on in the afternoon today. Wow, that's new. <laughs> yeah, did why didn't you wait, why didn't you come in? I was sitting by the park just looking at the birds and working on that paper. Oh, and I was thinking about last night's song, but I don't know. I just there's not too much I can do to control some things. <laughs> well, man, you got two rats after all. Man. <laughs> two, <laughs> two rats. Yeah. But yeah. Linda. Oh yeah, yeah. I caught that one actually. Linda says you got two rats. You just shout random shit at r- random intervals. Well, that's after I've had enough drinking and being hit with GameStalker stuff in my house, direct energy weapons, nerve pulses, B2K. Wouldn't you like to like be alone in in the room, the same room with these people with the sledgehammer or something? Oh, they would not make it out of here, I'm pretty sure. I'd either have them restrained or, or... like, like really restrained, or like maybe even worse. Yeah, well, I'd start with crushing their left kneecap, just one blow, just to crush their kneecap. You have to know it's them, though, and you have to have proof that they were, uh, you know, um, trying to kill, or you know, like a slow kill thing. It's complicated because they're doing a slow kill, and they got covert technology. Their chicken shits that hide everywhere, and they got cover in parts of the media and the government, so. It might not even be wise, even if they stepped in my house to do something real extreme. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You said, boy, you said a mouthful right there. That's true. Uh, where's the ladies at on here? They already went to bed. Surely there's got to be a female that would like to talk. I listened to Sumaya for a little bit, and that lady Barbara, I guess her name is, I don't know. Some of, like, there's one other lady that's voice, like, sometimes they mix them up. Hold on, I'll be right back. I'll tell you who I'll talk to today. Yo, I'm out here. Hey. 
How's it going? Hey, buddy. Good. Hey, man. Hey, okay, I'll tell you guys who I talked to today. Okay, the first thing when I got up today, I called Connie. I talked to her for about three hours. And then I called Linda Costanza and talked to her for, you know, a couple hours. And then I called Leah and talked to her, the one that usually calls in here. And then I called and talked Hmm. to uh, uh, Lindsay Ballin. Cool. It was just because I was bored, you know. I mean, I wasn't trying to, like, pick them all up or anything. You know, it was just, I was bored, and there wasn't nothing. No, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't think that you I That's what I thought, that, that just uh, and you're learning from each other and helping each other. That's right, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I, my God, the people I talked to today. <laughs> yeah, that Liz is a very nice girl, too. Uh, she's very sweet and nice. And she's, she's, she's not in Montana at, by chance, is she in Montana? No, she's in Texas. So is Lindsay. Yeah. Oh. I tell you, she's a good looking girl. She sent me a picture of her, yeah. She very much is. Yeah, she's very pretty. That's what it's about. Talking to people, sharing information, intel. That's what it's about. What is that? Well, it's, it's about it's uh it's about love and respect too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> what are you doing, Alex? <laughs> Alex, was that that was Alex who said hey a minute ago, wasn't it? I'm not. I'm. I'm not doing nothing, man. I'm just hanging out. Like it's raining hard. And oh, I it was here earlier. Yeah. Yeah, like so. I was just hanging out. I cooked that steak tonight. That shit was pretty good. Like <laughs> I bet it was. You put you some soy sauce on it so that you could have. Man yeah, food. like. You know, I don't eat. A, no, I don't put that on there. I don't know what you, the last thing you said was, but I don't eat a lot, so I gotta make myself eat. Yeah. Right. That's good. I do too now. I used to have just a hollow leg. I could eat two big plates three times hey. a day. Hey, like, I, I don't you know. know. I don't. You can literally live off of like fish, like tuna and sardines and eggs. If any of you guys ever mm-hmm. get in dire straits and need some, yeah, that's a, that's the food to eat. It's boiled eggs, fried eggs, scrambled eggs, sardines, right. tuna. I believe it's all cheap. Yeah. That's what I would do, and that it's full of protein. All of that stuff is full of protein, which is good for your heart, good for your body. I've ate so much protein over the years. I'm built like a brick shit house, man. I was like, you could put your. I'm not saying like I'm buff because I'm not, but I've got a right. nice athletic body, and, and I'm real tone. I'm kind of toned, you know. So I've got an eight pack hidden under here, <laughs> under my beer belly. <laughs> it's not much, one, but it's a little one of beer belly. <laughs> <laughs> I had to see if mine's still there under there. I always had a six pack until about two years ago, and my belly just ballooned out like not bad. It's actually like I don't know a twenty pound belly or something. Well, I used to think I had a six pack, but I but I don't. It's an eight pack. There's like two more. But but what do you call that buddy over there? Call that Batman buddy over here. It's like protruding out. Yeah, they look like baby turtle shells. Oh man, it's solid. That protein is really, 
Yeah, that protein, man, I tell you, it really hardens you up. It makes you, man, just, wow. Some good stuff. Well, before I was targeted, I would do sit-ups at least once a week, uh, ever since I was, like, 10 years old. Yeah. But they did a number on my stomach, man, inside and out. They railroaded. What? Railroaded. <laughs> yeah, just about. Alex, you drinking anything? Yeah, man, I'm drinking vodka and cranberry. Cool. Man, I, the last time I had some of that was I was at a friend of mine. So he mixed up a bunch of it. Me and my other buddy that I grew up with, we, man, we got wasted, boy. I, I, I had a couple, like, I had a couple cans before, like, beer. But, like, sometimes I only like, like, twisted tea because it's not bubbly. Mm. Like, I don't like a lot of, like, carbonated drinks no more. Like, it's just too much. Like, I've been drinking too much of it. Yeah. So, like, I like to drink, like, smooth drinking drinks, like, iced tea or, like, like cranberry it. and vodka. Like, it's just, you know, it's easier to drink. Like, that shit destroys your body. And I know it does, but I like to get fucked up. What do you mean but I don't... it does? No, no, like, beer and, like, the sudsy drinks, like, Mike's Hard Lemonade or, like, mm-hmm. Four Loco. Like, all these bubbly drinks, like, I noticed that I've been drinking less of them lately. Like, I like to drink, like, just straight shot, like, juices and, like, less carbonated drinks. But that's probably worse for me. I don't know what's worse, but I don't want to keep... Yeah, like, I don't want to keep pounding on my stomach with, like, those bubbles. If you, if you bubbles. add soda or tonic water, it'll dilute it so it doesn't have so much sugar. Because juice and alcohol both have a lot of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you and like take... lately, like I drink more than I eat, so like that ain't cool. Like I know that ain't <laughs> right, but I don't give a fuck. Like I just keep doing it, and like I'm trying to kind of get a control of that. Like, but it's from your targeting, though. I bet. Well, yeah, I think maybe they are targeting like my my genitals and like my stomach area. So, like, things have changed. Like, I don't eat nowhere near now as much as I used to eat. So, it's just weird. Like, everything about this whole program shit is weird. Like, it just, it switches you up so much. Like, Well, the best thing you can do with vodka or Everclear, I, I prefer Everclear. That's more to my liking. I like to take some Everclear and mix it up a batch of, like, well, a pitcher of, of uh, cherry Kool-Aid and mix that in with that Everclear. Mmm. Damn, about I haven't good. had that in a while, but I know what you're talking about. Man. That <laughs> shit just be spun out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it sure does. It so does. A guy sure told me does. yesterday that Moonshine's actually pretty smooth if they, if they make it right. Yeah, it is. It's like no carbonation. It's just... It's like alcohol. <laughs> yeah, it'll mess you up. That damn Everclear is it's like 190 proof, I think it is, or two, maybe now. Yeah, it's at 190 proof. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's like you can 90%. run a car off of it. 
you can literally. It'll run a car. It's it's, it's a substitute for gasoline. It really is. Guys. <laughs> That's what some people call it down here. They're like, hey, honey, I'm going to run get some guys. <laughs> What's the guys? Or did you say ice? No, guys. He says instead of gas, it's a guys. <laughs> ice. You got your ice. Oh, gas is done, right? <laughs> guys. Mother guys. <laughs> well, it's good enough. I'm the only one who thought that was funny. It is funny how they say that down here. Some people hey, did that. anybody ever... Did anybody ever hear what happened to the, some of the people that are missing right now, like Amy, or like oh, Feather, well, fe- fe- or like Feather, or like Feather, or like now Feather is okay. Of... Connie told me today she talked to Feather today. Oh really? That's good. But yeah. like Amy is like gone. She's in like a hospital or something. Who told you that? I thought I heard that on the call somewhere. Like, I haven't heard of her. She's from Oklahoma? She's California. No, No, Air Force Amy, yeah. Air Force Amy is who Alex is talking about. She was in there. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that I haven't heard lately. Like, I just thought, wonder what happened. Like, Deborah, that chick, Deborah's Oklahoma then. I can't remember which one's from Oklahoma now. Deborah? Hey, there was a time. There was a time in my life when I was homeless and I befriended this kid and this kid that I was running with, like, in the street. I was running in the streets with this kid. And you could just tell, like, he was worse than me in a sense where, like, it was only a matter of time before, like, something happened to him. And, like, he went into one of those hospitals and to this day, like, I never seen him again. Like, I went through my own trials and tribulations. Like, I got off the streets. But, like, every now and then I'll go look on his Facebook or, like, his Internet, whatever page I know of him. And he's just gone. Like, he's gone. And I'm like, man, like, that dude was rolling with me in the streets. Like, I, I was his Dude, his name is Simpson Alexander. That was his last alias. He He was like a... I mean, in my opinion, yeah. But Mm. I can't prove nothing. I just know I never seen the kid again. And, like, I spent X amount of time of my life with this dude. And I'm like, man, like, what happens to people like this? Like, they just go into hospitals and, like, they just disappear, like... And I feel bad. He was a good dude. I spent homeless time in the street with this dude under bridges. Like, we used to stay up oh, all night. At Mac- we used to stay up all night at McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts. Like, we'd get kicked out of one restaurant. We'd have to go to the other. Like, I bounced around the streets with this dude. Like, the last thing I want to hear is that he's never to be seen again. But sometimes these people, like, they disappear and it breaks your heart. Like, I don't even really know Amy or Feather or any of these people. But when I hear that they disappear from the calls, like, you know, that shit is hard. It hits my heart. Like, because I'm like, damn, like, I know what it's like. I got friends I never heard from again. 
and I'm lucky enough to be on these calls talking and making friends and resenting my stress. And like, there's people that are never coming home. Like they got gone for good. I don't know what happened to that dude. <laughs> you know, like, and I hear about these girls on here, like Amy and whoever. I don't really even know them, like I said, but they're gone all of a sudden. And then I'm like, when are they coming back? Well, Amy that does older, do that. Do, who? Remember that older lady, like, uh, the hell was her name? Like, Ada or, or what was her name? Ella she Dale? just dis- She disappeared, man, and she's gone. Ella Dell? Is that who you're talking about? I don't know. She had, like, a real raspy voice, like, kind of like me. And she used oh. to say a lot of she used to say a lot of crazy shit, <laughs> but all of a sudden she's gone, and I'm like, man, you remind me of my friend, and now I've never seen you again. Like some of these targets just go into these mental institutions, and they get committed. Like you don't know where the hell they're ever gonna. They're gone. They're gone forever. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things happen to them, though. I've I've had a where I was talking up to a hundred. I could talk to a hundred in a day, and now it's like I can talk to maybe five on Facebook for some reason. I think I got seriously censored. Well, <laughs> I'm getting a little beer in me. I'm starting to get a little silly here, so forgive me. What are you laughing at? The chat room? <sighs> in general, that, that well thing. That, that, there was an, uh, Eleanor White did a radio broadcast from this uh, with this old guy. <laughs> she, Eleanor was like, uh, "What was his name? Cliff? I think it was Cliff Williams or something." And she she asked him. She's like, "Well, what do you think about this, Mister Cliff?" And he was like, he paused for a minute and he was like, "Well, I don't really know." <laughs> Oh, you just have to hear it. It's funny. It's funny. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Drink up, boys. It's a party. I had to light some candles in my house. I'm not kidding, dude. These gang stalkers, like, launched a fucking stink bomb in my apartment about an hour ago. A <laughs> sting bomb. I remember we used to do that shit. Holy dumb in the classroom. <laughs> it did, man. It smelled like shit. I was like, what is that? We used to take garlic pills and put them under the seat post on the desk. So when a <laughs> student came in and sat down on the desk, it would bust the pill open. Yeah. And it was fun to spray the whole shit. Like, you know, we used to do, like, we used to run. We used to wait till the bell was going to ring. And then we'd run down the hallways and empty a can of mace or pepper spray. And the whole fucking high school hallway would fill up with kids and everybody would start choking. Yeah. Because that's strong shit, like mace and pepper spray. Like you can't play around with that. Like we'd dump a no. whole can down the hallway, and the bell would ring, and all Damn, the kids would rush look, out. You guys are like all the insurgents, man, terrorists. Yeah, now I'm wondering why I'm targeted. I mean, that's fucking. They put 
they put me in a goddamn program for that mason the hallways. I sprayed the goddamn hallway with mace. I got targeted <laughs> over it. I'll tell you what we used to do, man. Check us out. Uh, we would take like a boat. We would get one of them compressed air, compressed cans of air, like you set off at football games and homecoming. Like, right. <laughs> and we'd say we'd take that into classrooms, and the teacher would be up there trying to do something. We'd set that son of a bitch off. She jumped out of her skin on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, one day, one day. Horn. The air horn, yeah, foghorn, yeah, air horn. Yeah. And them things are loud as hell. You let one of them off in the classroom, boy, I'm telling you. Did your friend go, go? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you another thing we used to do. Me and my buddy, his name's Wade, we used to, uh, we would take cinnamon oil to school with us, and we would, like, pour it on the door handles and shit, and, uh, you know, anywhere where the door door, door handles, the faucets, handles, and everything. And man, there's there, this one boy. <laughs> he had touched it and he got he rubbed his eyes and got it in his eye. Man, it swelled his eyes almost out of his socket. <laughs> That's terrible. And they and they the, the the principal, he finally had to come over and make an announcement about it. He was like. Uh, whoever's bringing the cinnamon oil to school and using it to terrorize people, he said, we're going to find out who you are. <laughs> <laughs> terrorize He said, terrorizing the school with cinnamon oil. <laughs> That's a weapon. You can really do some sabotage with that stuff. It burns the hell out of you. You ever get that stuff on your skin or in your eyes, man, it will set you ablaze. Yeah, it's, strong. it's about as strong as pepper, I guess. Hell yeah. Strong. And you, you, the more you rub it, the redder it gets. The more. It Did hurts. you see that that movie, The Hangover? No. Uh-uh. Oh, it's so funny. This silly Zach Galifianakis. Uh, he they they accidentally kidnapped that boxer Mike Tyson's tiger. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they didn't know what to. Oh, they were gonna feed it steak with with uh some uh. A sedative to put it to sleep so they could bring it back to Mike Tyson's house before he beat him all up. And they said, well, you need to season it. And one of them said, uh, put cinnamon on it. And the guy said, Zach said, no, tigers hate cinnamon. He said, but they love pepper. We <laughs> are back, Marcus. Hey, yeah, I miss what you were saying about that movie, Mark. I was getting a refill. Hey, Alex, I'll tell you another funny thing we used to do. We, I took drafting in high school, and it was at the vocational building. And what we would do is we 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 would get <laughs> those those brushes, and we would pull. They were made out of horse hair, and what we do, we would pull the hair out of them and like leave leave it laying pieces of it laying on on our teacher's grade book and everything. Boy, that pissed him off royally. <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up. That's like annoying. Yeah. 
You're a perp. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, that's totally annoying. I would do shit like that in high school. Yeah. Where are we going? Like, I, I took, uh, let's see, in shop. There's this boy named Michael in there. He's funnier than hell. And uh, we he used we used to go in there and just like snap rulers and <laughs> and he he finally got tired of it and he's like he started noticing all of his rules and shit were getting broke and uh, he finally made an address to the classroom about he's like he's like now anybody that, that deliberately tire up somebody's tools I tell you there's a lot of you around here with a chip on your shoulder <laughs> they call him Mr. Powell. Oh man, yeah. He, but the horse hair that that really angered him. I mean, that got his blood boiling. He was mad as hell over that. He's like, I don't know who's putting the horse hair on my uh, grade book here, but I'm going to catch you. <laughs> We'd bring lasers in. <laughs> oh, that was the teacher. Yeah, he got mad as hell. Oh, I thought you were talking about a student. No. Uh-uh. No, and then finally, dude, these two little like teachers' pets rat ratted us out. Yeah, God, why in the hell do they keep doing that? I got in trouble too. Uh, that's what they do, man. The, the people tell us someone did something bad to someone. Yeah, they got us suspended. Yeah, they got us. Somebody rat us out. I get suspended. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, well, the only one I remember to a teacher that someone, well, right now that I remember, that someone dared me to, we had to, we were in science class in middle school, and we had to do experiments with mealworms, and when the teacher went to the bathroom, I dropped like five mealworms in her cup of coffee in front of the whole class. Five what? That was it. I can't hear you, man. Uh... Mealworms, those little things that you find in your cereal box sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> oh man, we would like we would also like spit on the door handles, like and people would like where where we dipped, like we were dipping snuff, skull, and uh, we were like, like every time, every single time that we would log into that class. And we would just like finish it off with just spitting on the spitting a big dip at the back of the door handle. Yo, that's fucking nasty, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah, I saw this uh, dude on YouTube. I saw this dude on YouTube like high fiving people in public with Vaseline on his hands. I like yeah, he'd seriously. act like he's joking around but he'd have Vaseline on his hand and yeah. then like they'd show him filming the people looking around like at their hand and they were like what just happened and they were like wiping their hand on the walls and shit like this was in like downtown Los Angeles or something <laughs> yeah see it's good to have a laugh on these calls that's the thing about it you know that we was talking about it earlier I can't say it enough that we need laughter so much torture and harassment murder on these calls it's, there needs to be laughter it's good. <laughs> Horse hair on the great book. <laughs> Horse hair. 
That's hard as fuck to clean up, right? That's probably what was annoying about it. You gotta like brush it up, bristle for bristle. That's gotta yeah. be annoying. Well, the brush was the brushes were made out of real horse hair. He said they were. He said it's that's real horse hair. Horse hair. <laughs> that is funny, dude. Yeah, that's a fucked up prank, dude. And when we were in middle school, we would like every time we get out of class, we'd like run directly to the to the bathroom and take our books and like smash the stalls. We'd, we'd slam our social studies books up against the wall, and then the teacher'd come in there and he's like, "What seems to be the problem? What the hell are you boys doing in here?" <laughs> oh man, I'm not gonna tell anything else we did because they'll be they'll be thinking we're nuts or something. So we did some crazy stuff in school. Uh, So, it's gotten warm here now, man. It's like, it was 30 degrees all April for the high. And now it's like 85 degrees today. It's a trip, man. It's humid, too. Yeah, it is here, too. Yeah. I can tell this is going to be one hell of a summer. Yeah, a hot summer. I can already see that. Maybe. Is that what they said? It's weird how they can read ahead for like uh, over a month now. Yeah. Exactly. Damn bottles busted. It's cracked down. What what kind of... I'm in a lazy boy chair, Ryan. What kind of chair are you sitting in? I'm actually standing up right now. I'm in the kitchen on this corded phone because I need to see if this other phone's true. I hate standing here holding the phone to my head. Don't you have those earplugs with the little microphone, Dilly? No, I wish I did. I need to get me a pair of them. They're only like 20 bucks. Yeah. I lost mine about a week ago, so I'm holding the phone next to my head and my finger's getting tired. What kind of phone are you on? That's oh, Samsung uh, Galaxy J7. Oh, wow. Impressive. <sighs> No, I got to do another data factory reset because I had this girl over here. Did I tell you about her about a week ago? Oh, that was just a couple of days ago. You said she was still over there. Well, it's not anymore, but I, I'm wondering if she might have put a little virus in my phone because it stopped making calls the other day, yesterday. And then it also, uh, oh, I couldn't find my earbuds. There was $11 missing off my shelf. Um so far, I think that's it, though. Yeah, she probably she probably stole them off of you. Is she on Facebook? I want to see what she looks like. I'm curious. You got me curious she now. She did. Yeah, she did. She. I actually, and I know her first and last name, but I'm not going to give it out. Mm, okay. She's like a half dragon chick. Man, I tell you, the bad thing about this steel reserve, you can't drink this shit straight. It's just like it's. Man, I, every time I try to take a drink of it on it, even when I've got food in my stomach, it it is literally I can feel it. The alcohol, that stuff's got a lot of alcohol. I think it's actually got more than eight percent, and I think it's about ten or something like that. I just saw two today that were ten percent, but they're real expensive. They're like twenty bucks for a twenty-two ouncer. A steel reserve. No, like the fancy, fancy beer. Oh, okay. 
they have a lot of real fancy beers now up here. They they said that microbreweries like doubled the amount of them the past five years. Oh, yeah, they tripled. They even like tripled. Uh, I don't know about that, but yeah, this stuff it make you sick real easy if you're not careful. If you don't get something, especially if you don't eat something before you start drinking that two one one. Yeah, you can that take, last uh, two ounces is still reserved. You might just pour it down the sink. Oh no, I'll drink it. I need that to get to sleep. So that. I drink that. I was telling you about that. I think when me and you was talking like a couple of weeks ago. Hmm. Sounds like someone hung up. Hey guys. Hey, you guys there? Anyone there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got hung. I got hung up on. I hit the button and hung it up. You have the old phones from like the nineteen eighties? Yeah, it's just a little cordless. Well, a corded phone. <laughs> Whenever someone calls you. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm. I've noticed that. You know, a lot of times, if you, if you like, try to hang up on TalkShoe, it will call you directly back. I didn't know that. I yeah. I didn't moderate. I just tried it once. I mean, one call, and that was like, I didn't know what buttons to push. I didn't have a computer either. And it don't like, don't they say they need their computer to do the full moderation? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, let's see. Well, no, can you do that with? Um... Well, you can start. You can start an episode by phone. It's called scheduled episode on demand. But and it took me like fifteen minutes, so I was fifteen minutes late for my own call. Well, the thing about it is, you can moderate solely from the phone, but at uh, I mean, you don't have the uh, the full web controls in the interface, the TalkShoe interfaces, which is what I like. You you can press a, a code in there. And then we'll mute everybody, but you can't single out anybody and mute anybody. So basically, it's worthless. <clears throat> yeah, I felt like as a moderator, I felt like just like another one of the people on the in the conference. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is, buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy. <laughs> Alex, you ain't passed out on us yet, have you? Are you smoking a pipe tobacco? No. Oh, I thought it sounded like someone was tapping their ashes out of their pipe. It was a beer can. I was tapping it against the 40-ounce liquor bottle. Yeah, Do you have any pipe smokers, family members? No, but I had a buddy that came up here one night with a cigar and it stuck, stuck the house up. He looked, I guess he thought he was Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 
Dude, you got to see this one movie, though. It reminded me of my targeting to some, you know, like TIs like to try to compare movies in Hollywood to, like, being a TI. Yeah. How it's, like, the same or whatever. Or they're, they're trying to, to you know, tell what, like, give subtle hints about what, what's going on in real life. And all. It's this movie called Gamer. And it, the main actor is that main actor from that movie 300, you know, where the Spartans and the... Mm. And the Persians fought each other. I'm not came sure about that. Five years ago. Or, no, it came out no longer than that. It came out like... I actually don't shit. watch a lot of new movies that they come out with because it's a bunch of shit that the Air Force has put out with this propaganda and everything, disinformation. But when I do watch movies, it's usually something like Friday the 13th, you know, Jason or something like that. My the favorite movie stuff. is... Um, is uh, Top Gun. Oh, part yeah, two. exactly. Oh, there's, there's a... Oh, no, I don't think there's a part two. There's only part one. But I tell you well, Tom Cruise announced a few months ago that they were going to make a part two and, like, it, some TV show, like, you know, like the comedy... What do they call that? Like, the live show? The comedy live show? And the audience was like, Woo-hoo! Top Gun 2! Oh, I don't know. Do you play, Ryan, do you play most of your music from your computer? Oh, yeah, I've got a music collection. I've been storing for years. I mean, I've got gigabytes of music collection. No way. Oh, yeah. Even, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All kinds of music. I once had about uh, 500 MP3s and 200 CDs. Now I have zero MP3s and only, like, 80 CDs. What for? Because... Gang stalkers kept putting viruses oh, in my computers. Bastards. <clears throat> and punks would come over. My brother liked to have, you know, these characters over and they'd steal my CDs sometimes and stalkers would steal my CDs and uh shit. I lost some I guess. So But yeah, I had a like 500 MP3s that were really good. It was fun. Uh, I could just push shuffle or random on my MP3 player, like that that one on Windows, the Windows Media 5 player, yeah. and it would just and you could put those like little pretty little um, uh, background um, where it like it lights up as the music gets louder type of deal. I forgot what those are called. Oh, it's like a little equalizer, the spectrum thing. It shows the spec colors in the spectrum. Yeah. Be right back. Be right back. Do you have a media, Windows Media Player? Because those, those have a lot of really fun ones to watch, like Kaleidoscope and uh, uh, what the heck? I used to remember like 20 of them. Now I can't remember two of them. Waterfall, Kaleidoscope, 
great song, actually, you know. But if you brought me back to the Windows Media 5 player uh, and I looked at the, the equalizer uh, options for the visual effects, um, a lot of it would just come back to me, I think, right away. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Well, like, I can't remember it off the back of my mind, but if I saw the list, there's like 30 different visual special effects equalizer for each song you play. You can pick one, and it'll just use the same one. And uh, there's like 30 different types of them. And uh, like I used, to remember, I used to remember 20 of them, I was saying, and now I can only remember like probably only three. Well, that's a great Donnie. Yeah, that dangerous song. I love that song. I, I I put that on one day when I was drunk, and it's like I was I was I was about to go to sleep, and I just I remember laying there listening to. It. I was like, I listen to that over and over and over. I like that hyped up guitar, or you know how they amp like super electrify electrify the the guitar. Yeah, yeah that. That yeah, it's got a little bit of metal in it and a lot of treble. That, that guitar they used in that song. Of course, that's that's fake drums. That's not real drums that they're using. That's a drum machine or electronic. Drum. Oh yeah, yeah. I like the roll. It's like revving up the engines, and it's like. Oh yeah, the real drums. You're right. They, they should have done that instead of the fake one. Yeah. Oh well. Ah, what a gulp right there. What a drink. That was a massive drink. Would be should be <laughs> feeling that. <laughs> should be feeling that very shortly. <sighs> Where's Patrick and Kyle at? I know they're still in here. They are they <clears throat> sleepy or what? I wish some of these other guys would join in here with us. I don't know. I just want to ask you, like, what, like, how, what his deal with me? I mean, I'm, I, I mean, if I'm not like always like great uh, timing or something, then I, I don't know what to say. What do you mean? I don't get what you're saying. Huh? I'm not with Johnny on the spot anymore, you know, and that's how people would put me in that pigeonhole before I was targeted. That I had to be Johnny on the spot, or I'd have no job. I don't really know how to respond to that, but I guess I'll just say, hmm. (laughs) Who's that, Liz? Is that you? Got the TV on or something? What was that, Ryan? Oh, where in the hell is everybody at? Most of some of these other guys. Is, I know you all ain't all asleep. Come on now, Alex. Just yeah, he went he went AWOL. MIA. Just dropped <laughs> off the call. Yeah, <laughs> AWOL. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fun to laugh about it, but I'm sure he's probably just having other things he's got to do. Well, it's going to be hard, Ryan, because, uh, like, you're heading towards being a host for a long time, man, and um, <coughs> it's definitely a lot of, uh, it takes up a big part of your life. 
Oh, you mean the targeting or what? No, I mean being a moderator for 20, 50, 100 targets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I enjoy doing it. And it's, um, I mean, it's it's got its benefits. And I'm not saying, you know, it's not like we get paid to do it, but it's still fun. And it's, yeah, it's fun. I mean, giving the people a, a, a show and a platform to voice themselves until about they're targeting. How come, like, targeting. three people attacked me last night, though? Like, James, what's, can you tell me what's his, uh, his chat room name? James Lico. Yeah, I've never well, heard yeah, James he never that liked me. I don't even care. I don't, like, James Lico was always a dick to me, so I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know, but. I just know he was mad last night. I, that's when I heard the yelling and the cussing, and I, because I, I was talking to Connie. And Connie three. started that too with me. She freaked out at me. Kyle suddenly jumped on me when I didn't do anything wrong with him. I don't know. Maybe the the perps were getting inside their head like a little I think spider. So. Yeah, it was probably my Air Force perps. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Resonating people to a certain frequency and making them just snap and just go berserk. Yeah, better believe it. <clears throat> well, does Connie drink alcohol? Oh yeah, she's got her some tequila. I should be talking to her right now, actually. I should. Uh, no, nah, well, I've called her. I, yeah, we've called each other too many times today. So. Because I mean, she just went off the fart like she just calling me the F word and all this, and then I flipped. Then I, then she made my coin flip, and I called her the F name back. When? Remember that? All right. Yeah. Well, how in, the, how in the hell were you talking to her? Because I was talking to her. I, I talked to her for like three hours. Just in the conference call last night, conference call, she's, I don't know where it came, it came out of nowhere, all like, all, like this real quick little flame ball. I, it, like, I felt it, and then, like, all of a sudden, she was calling me the F word and all this, and then I called her one back. Oh, I, I, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. I don't know where I was at. I may have been talking to somebody else, Lindsay or somebody. I don't know. But I wanted to hear it, and then you you're record, you're, you were recording calls, but then you, you didn't post the calls, or you didn't record the call last night. Oh, didn't I? Let me, wait a minute. Let me let me check the archive. I'll be right back.
Hello? Hey, man. Hey, can you hear that? What? What do you, do you hear what it is? Nope. Oh, that one lady or something? <laughs> Sorry. Love that. Let me turn that down a little bit. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Can you still hear it? Is it, like, too loud? Well, I'm just playing my music real, real soft in the background. I don't think you can hear mine. Okay. All right, just a second. Okay, there we are. Bouncing back and forth quite a bit, are we? Yeah, just a little bit. Don't, Don't let that uh, bouncing in the beer combination make you uh, burp or something. Yeah, I got a lot of that carbonation right here. I was looking at that. How many people are on your call, Ryan? There is probably about 13 callers on here right now. No, hold on, I'll tell you. Colors and some chatters, and I find it hard to believe that everybody on this call right now is asleep. I find that very difficult to believe. I think some of them are, yeah, but not everybody's on the East Coast. So, well, maybe our words are super valuable, and they just had to record them tonight, you know. 
Das sagt. Well, you still got a good voice, man. Mine, mine kind of got torn up a little bit. It's not, but it's not permanently damaged. I know I could probably get back to singing how well I could or doing a lot of things that I could do. Oh, you but mean a voice? Not, they're just, a good they're voice, super right? oppressive. Uh, they're so oppressive, though, that I, it's like, I, they won't, I mean, they just hold the clamps down on me all the time with all these different weapons that they point at me. Did you say good voice, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, that's about the fourth compliment I got on my voice today, man. So I don't know what's going on with you guys. I think it's something purpose or something. I had like three oh, you have, girls then. You have, you have a smooth range, so that's a good place to start if you want to be a singer. Cool. And freestyle. De- define smooth range, though. It means like you hit the note smoothly and you have range. You can go from way high and then go down low. Cool. And your and your uh what's that? Octave or octave, yeah. Bass. Yeah. You start deep, go to very deep. <laughs> man, yeah, deep. See, that's pretty low, man. Deep, deep, very deep. <laughs> See, and you just keep practicing, though, but don't practice too hard to go too low, because, or I mean low, because, I mean, a lot of times you just kind of, people just go with your own voice. You don't need to go that low for, for your audience. So appreciate just how your voice's own ranges goes. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the overload. That's some damn good music right there. Yeah, I could listen to it. I am listening to it over and over. I think Pearl it's just the Air Force purpose off. Yeah, because you know, it's just about that whole song in the movies. is totally about the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have? Do you own your own house or do you rent? I live with family. Yeah. Your parents? No. No. Your brother? Uh uh-uh, grandparents. Oh wow. Yeah. Well my mom's seventy one now, so she's kinda like living with the grandparents. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with living the family, man. There's something I hate these stupid idiots who like they call people losers, man, you still live at home with your parents and shit. Like, I've yes, heard that stupid. for a long time. <laughs> I, like, no one tells...